Alrighty, welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host Morg. How are you doing today? I stayed up until about 3 o'clock in the morning, and I had my alarm set on my phone. Phone died in the middle of the night, so my subconscious told me, Hey, you cannot let your fans down. You cannot let your guests down that you also have to be a super big fan of. So my body willed itself to awake. <laughs> 10 minutes before the alarm was supposed to go off, I checked my phone and I'm like, oh, shoot, the battery's dead. What do I do? Oh, wait, I'm already up. What is there to worry about? So, yeah. <laughs> Hectic morning. Absolutely crazy. Because uh, Pan is going to be joining us briefly today. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was up pl in plenty of time for this. I just completely forgot about it. I was upstairs eating pancakes in my pajamas when uh, Fortuan <laughs> added me on Discord. He's like, hey, where are you? And then I went, oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, it happens. We, we you know, a Sunday is a Sunday morning is a weird time for us to record, but it's okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, like, gobbled up my pancake and ran down. I hope they were blueberry yeah. pancakes. Apple mm. cinnamon. <gasps> Apple cinnamon. I can get behind Funky. that. Now, I hate blueberries, but I can get behind apple cinnamon. What? What? How can you hate blueberries? They're, like, almost perfect. Like, they're no Saskatoon by any stretch of the imagination, but they're still pretty good. What the fuck is a Saskatoon? Yeah, see, this happens every time. It's a wild Canadian berry. It, it, they kind of look like blueberries, oh, except they're tinier okay. and... It, uh, they're a strange, magical fruit. Like, even the green ones are sweeter than most blueberries. And I'm, like, looking at this thing going, like, how is this possible? This this shouldn't even be a feasible thing. And then I realize, oh, my God, like, this is just a beautiful thing that we've got over here. We can make, like, all kinds of stuff with it. Saskatoon berry jam. Mmm. Saskatoon pie. Oh, you can't go wrong with Saskatoons. Actually, Saskatoon moonshine is probably the best thing in the world. Mmm. Oh, so good. So sweet and uh, spicy. I will, I will leave the, the moonshine to you, Morg. <laughs> as, yeah, as someone who still doesn't drink, uh, yeah, I will <laughs> have fun with that. I'm a hick with um, taste. Well, I'm a rare, rare species. <laughs> uh, and our uh, guest tonight, Wolfie Mellon, or this morning, tonight for you. <laughs> Time zones are fun, right? Because you guys are talking about the morning yeah. and it's the evening. I, I think I'm one of those odd people that doesn't really like to have fruit on their pancakes. I apologize. I, I just like, yeah, I, I know, I know. Hey. <laughs> Morgan's crushed. No! I, I thought you were the one. I can't judge anyone's pancake toppings because, I mean, technically, so they were apple cinnamon pancakes, but I eat my pancakes with peanut butter and hot syrup. Interesting. Exactly. So, yeah, I see that <laughs> face Fortuan's making. Yeah. So it's like melted hot peanut butter, and I use real syrup, not like that corn syrup bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's hot, hot melty peanut butter all over like a pancake. It's so good. It sounds pretty good, actually. Really good. But nobody does. Nobody. Uh, nobody does that except for like my immediate family and my cousins. Mm. I'm sure that my brother loves peanut butter enough that he would try it. Top that Get with banana slices. Mmm. Mmm. Sounds amazing. Oh, I, I hate banana now. I, I have transitioned to hating banana. <laughs> no. What is wrong Bananas with you are like people? Small children. What do you want about? 
It's because he's got small children and you eat nothing but bananas for about three years. Uh, yeah. Daddy, daddy, I want it's, more bananas. It's like, oh, I'm sick of bananas. They, they still do it. Like, uh, what, um, Morg, are you, you're, I know that Ace is the one that sees Game Grumps more, but you're the one that saw, you saw a few Game Grumps stuff, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I used to watch quite a fair bit of Game Grumps. Did you, did you see the big rant about the banana limit? Oh, no, I did not see that one. I'm going to have to check that one out, actually. You know what? Maybe I'll just... So, it's it's it right one now. of the few times that that uh, that they've been on Game Grumps that I've been like, that actually makes sense. Because, like, they were talking about the banana limit. There's a certain time where you eat so much bananas, it just becomes bitter after you eat so much. Oh. And for me, it was always one banana. <laughs> My banana limit was always one. <laughs> the one banana and, limit. <laughs> yeah. And then... I have a no banana limit. It's all gross to me now. No, that's, that's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I feel for you right now. I I yeah. I would give you a big hug wow. if I was able to. I'm I'm very very sad for you. <laughs> I I like pears. I have pears all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, pears are nice. Does that work? <laughs> well, I mean, and bananas please. are radioactive, so yeah. I mean, like you know, it's probably for the best that you don't like them. <laughs> sure i guess (laughs) um so yeah we're we're gonna be talking about uh wolfie you you had a lot to talk about with uh monster Hunter rise um oh yeah there's definitely some new information we could talk about uh with the uh they released the armors for acnesom and somnicanth yep um Mm -hmm. i think i'm saying those correctly (laughs) now we have to all try and learn all the new names and try to pronounce them correctly (laughs) yes um and and since you've been on, which was, it's been a while now. I don't remember last time you were on. I know you you were planning on being for the hundredth, but I don't know if we got you on after that. Yeah, I, I think I, we I think we had her on about six months ago or so. Probably. Probably. That I think, seems I right. Think it, I think it was during yeah. the summer. Yeah, I think I think that's right. I think it was. I think it was during the summertime, from what I remember. The height of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're going to remember our lives now is like before pre-covid and post-covid before the magic of the information of monster hunter rise came out yes yeah (laughs) pre am pre mhr (laughs) pre mhr yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah so we've we've not talked about rise with you at all so um so yeah like, like uh obviously you're excited i've you've seen you've said that all over twitter um yeah. <laughs> gotta keep the uh, uh hype train going <laughs> you know i think that thing's just gonna steamroll without any content creators i think a lot of people are just excited in general um yeah my good friend Brian, who's who's been sort of like a casual Monster Hunter fan for a long time, I introduced him to the series by showing him a Plesioth fight in uh, <laughs> Generation One. I'm sorry, oh. how how is that gonna make someone want to play <laughs> so, fighting Plesioth? There's a little back, little bit of backstory to this. Okay, he had never seen the game. Okay, and I didn't want to show him on a PSP. I just didn't. I didn't want to do it. I was just like, I don't want. To, I don't want to have us sit like shoulder to shoulder while I show you this tiny game. I'll show you. Uh, I'll show you my PS2 at, at my place. So I was like, okay. So what can I fight 
that's really big and tough. Plesioth. <laughs> oh, God. So I was like... I mean, yeah, okay. What can I fight with the worst hitboxes in the whole game? <laughs> that shows how broken it is. <laughs> I mean, One of the most hated oh. monsters of all time. Yes. <laughs> this is hey. a good start. This is a good introduction into the series. Yeah, how, how do I show that the beauty and majesty of the Monster Hunter franchise, fish on legs... Hip checks. <laughs> Hip checks everywhere. Number one um, flagship? Fuck no. We are going for the big fish with the chicken legs. Okay. In my defense, it is my number fourth favorite monster. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not even ecologically sound. You're like, have you seen how long its legs are? How does monster? it swim? Okay. Why mean, the fuck does it still ha- have those legs in the first place? Yeah, if it's in the water all the time, how how does it have bones like that? Like, do, I mean, like it if it swims, like it, like, like its legs will just drag it behind. Like it'll it, it won't have any like um, uh, it wouldn't be streamlined in the water. Like so, it'll have these like big fat legs just dragging it behind. It'll be like, oh, I'm so tired for all this swimming and dragging this fat body around. All you know what? Maybe I'll just go up on land, you know, and just like hip check everything to death before I decide to eat it. You know, that's like, you know what? That's probably its main strategy. Like, it's not the water beams. It's not the teeth. It's just the hips. I'm, I'm hoping you were actually able to get Plesioth out the water to show your friend because I have horrible memories mm-hmm. of using a frog lure to try and get Plesioth to come out because otherwise he swims around the stupid cave area yeah, in the jungle. for ages or, yeah. or like the jungle air and it's like, I actually mm-hmm. want to fight this monster. I have to physically fish him out because <laughs> he keeps swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh it is actually it actually went very well. Oh, okay. Um and I know how to dodge the hip check amazingly <laughs> well. Um it cuz it is one of my favorites, but I felt I felt very attacked there Morg being the guy who writes monster ecologies <laughs> and then calling out Plesioth for ecology, like it's just ouch my soul (laughs) (laughs) but uh um so yeah i I showed him uh i showed him plesioth on generation one he was like that's really cool but i also know what he likes he he likes seeing bigger ones so like the biggest things that you could fight that weren't super bosses like leo in generation one was gravius or plesioth and to be fair i find gravius in in generation one worse than plesioth uh, because of his club tail, it's like he spins. You're done. Like <laughs> if you remember that, he was just like spin, spin, and I'm like, oh well, that yeah, I'm just hit. There's nothing I can do unless I iframe it, which you know I'm not good enough to iframe stuff. <laughs> yeah, I also think that, that Gravios appears pretty near the end of the game anyway in the single player mm-hmm. campaign. So yeah, I I I think in terms of difficulty, yeah, he was a bit more difficult but to be honest with Plesioth it's just the whole actually trying to get him out the water to fight that I always hated that's that's why I was so excited when Try got swimming I was like we could just jump after the damn fish and get him <laughs> would you just and then he wasn't in the game and I was like you guys are stupid like why wouldn't you put the one water monster <laughs> in the, yeah, in the yeah, game so we could chase him point, actually. but I mean they fixed that with three ultimate they, they really fixed it <laughs> Like, okay, he's back. Cool. And he's got a subspecies. Um, which, you know, I guess we hadn't seen yet. I guess that appeared in Dose. Or G. Probably appeared in G. 
Anyways, so yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, so wh- what are you most excited uh, about, Wolfie? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, there's been so much... I mean, I say there's been a lot of information lately that's been coming out, although it still feels like there's so many questions more than answers that <laughs> that I feel that yes. a lot of us are getting, especially because obviously yeah. we've had a couple of trailers and then we've had some articles that have come out. Um I mean, mm-hmm. the the crazy. I'm probably not the minority here. I have played the demo for over twenty hours on my Switch, which is more than some game mm-hmm. full games on my on my Switch. Which is like, okay, this is a demo to a game here. Um, <laughs> I mean, not just because it's Monster yep. Hunter, but um, I think to be honest, I'm most excited. Um, I'm always most excited about the new monsters that uh, that they are gonna have. Mm. I like the look of the new monsters they have already. I think they really fit the overall theme that they're going for in in Rise and the the aesthetic that they're going for. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, making new weapons and armor. I'm looking forward to hearing the music. It's, that's always the one thing I'm very excited about. Yep. Um, and just seeing like hopefully uh, some of the other zones or the the areas because we've we've definitely not seen all of those yet. Um, and just mm. the the new gameplay with the wire bugs, because it's really funny when you go back, even when you go back to world, there have been so many times I've got knocked. I thought, oh man, I wish I had a wire bug that I could just fling myself back and <laughs> and uh, yes, that's incredibly that so useful. I, I, it's really fun. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Um, I think the way they've put that mechanic in has been really good, and um, it feels like in Gen U with the the hunter arts where you had like these different mm. abilities they're now just linked to the wire bugs they've definitely taken some of the abilities from that game and put them in rise mm. um which is really cool uh but yeah and I some mean, of the styles yeah th- yeah that was some it. some of the style stuff too yeah yeah um, definitely they've definitely it, taken some inspiration well, there uh the great sword the one that people don't like for the great sword where you bounce up and then do uh, you can you, you wire bug to them and you jump off of them off the monster like that's my favorite one. Everyone's like, "Ah, oh, it sucks." I'm like, but I love it. <laughs> um, but that one reminds me of an aerial greatsword, where yeah, you can just dodge yeah, can and bounce that. up and yeah, yeah. And so. the fact that there's not, they've not even shown all the wire bug moves. There were a lot of other ones in the trailer, mm-hmm. so we know there's going to be more. And it'd be interesting to see whether, a bit like the hunter arts, you can just kind of equip different uh, abilities for the wire bug depending on what you want, which is really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just generally excited. It's a new Monster Hunter game, isn't it? And I think there was so much hype when World come it, came out because that, that was such a different game. And now we've got World. Now we've got this game coming out. And obviously there's a lot of comparisons at the moment going on. But I think just in general, having something that's a handheld again is very exciting because we know we're going to get some mm. kind of, you could call it a sequel to World. There's going to be something that's going to follow on from that. Um, yeah. I'm just excited in general. It's like, let's see what they what they do next. They seem to be so good at just putting new mechanics into the game, so it still feels like Monster Hunter, but it's just so fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Um, they just seem to do such a good job with that. So yeah, I'm I'm very hyped. I really hope we get a few new trailers, considering the game only comes out next month. I'd like to see a few new trailers, perhaps. But yeah, I'm very mm-hmm. excited. <laughs> I love everybody's response. They're all like, when is the second demo going to come out? Yes. And then everybody's like, uh, maybe on release date when the actual game is out? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. 
I, I, I get why people think there's going to be a second demo, because World had that second demo that had Nair Gigante on it. Um, and a lot of people are speculating that Magnum Alos is going to be in the yeah. second demo as the as the hard mode, because we only got an easy and a medium. Um, it's a good guess, um, but if it I, it's we're running out of time for it to be mm. either there. Um, but like I was uh, I was trying to like when the whole weapon balance stuff came up on Twitter, we talked about it. Um, you know, people talk about, well, this weapon doesn't feel as good as this weapon. And, and then, of course, Gaijin Hunter, as awesome as he is, really threw some gasoline on it and saying, you just suck if you don't. <laughs> Essentially. Um, um, which, I mean, he's a great guy, but I don't think it was the good thing to say. But um, the the that whole ordeal, the, one of the big points uh, out of that is, you know, these, these demos aren't really meant to you know, like we're not helping them fine tune or balance the game. They already know that they already, there's nothing in the demo that they're collecting other than like promotional data, not, not necessarily game balance or I think, I those think kind of a, a little problem that's come up for some reason is there's a lot of people that have been treating the demo as if it's a full game. Like, oh man, these are mm-hmm. the only moves we're going to get for this weapon. Oh, that sucks. And it's like, look, yeah. <laughs> you can see in the trailer that there's like more there's like more moves for this weapon. And I mean, yes, right. a lot of us have been playing the demo a lot and I'm super excited. But you have to take it with a bit of a, okay, well, this is the demo. It's probably an older build, it, or possibly an older build of the, of the, the game, um, you know, mm-hmm. and... The, the problem that people are doing is there's a lot of people judging it against uh, games that are already out, like Generations or World, that are complete, full, finished games. We have no idea what the rest of the game is going to have in it. Um, and I've seen even some crazy... There was some like an article or something online that reviewed the Monster Hunter Rise demo. like It was like talking oh. about it as if it was a full game. And it was mm-hmm. like comparing stuff in it to the old games. And it's like, why? How? You can't compare something that's not even out yet. It doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, that's, that's one of those. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the, the, mind, the mind explodes. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I get people are excited, and I get that, that, that world kind of bought monster hunter out of this niche little group because it really was you know i really didn't know Mm -hmm. a a lot of people that that played monster hunter before before world and it's amazing that now the game is so well known like loads of people know about it um but i just think it's like look you know this is just a demo it's just a taste of what we're gonna get don't go in just thinking oh this is all the game is gonna have for me you don't know until mm. the full game's going to come out. We we haven't seen everything yet. And I think, yeah, I think it's just, I think some people have uh, been just taking it very seriously to dig into every aspect of the demo and pull it apart and rip it to shreds. <laughs> when the common folk have a revelation and then the brain gasms start exploding everywhere, it's just, oh, what a hot mess. Ugh. It's like, no, no, you haven't figured it out, people. This is only just the tip of the iceberg. You can't make a a judgment on something that's not out yet, that's, you know, still got over a month or so to go. You can have, obviously, some judgments and think, oh, I wonder what this is going to be like, or or maybe I hope something gets a bit more fine-tuned. We don't know at the end of the day. We just have a little, like a tiny little slice of the rise cake, and we need to have the rest of it. Yeah. Um, 
I remembered where I was going with teaching my friend, uh, introducing my friend to Monster Hunter back in the day, because he is saying that this is going to be the best Monster Hunter ever. Um, and he's a very, very casual Monster Hunter fan. And he only played the demo. And he's his his hype for this game is like, don't, don't, get, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm pretty hyped, but I have also been tempering that with other games, so I'm not like, oh my gosh, when is March getting here? Yeah, like, yeah, it's kind of like stuff. you need some stuff to hold you over. Right, um, but he's been like 100% no, like, no limiters, he's just full, like, Monster Hunter hype re recently, and he's not like that, he's never had, you know, he's always been like, oh, it's out now? I didn't know, like, like, that's been his mentality with the game series, but he'll play it for a while, and then, you know, a couple times with me, and then he's done, like, I, I think I, most I ever hunted with him was in 3 Ultimate, and we got him into high rank, I think, like, and that's just where he um, ends it? Uh, I mean, he plays a lot of games. Um, Morgan, if, if you remember, he's uh, Brian on Bickering Bucks that, that we play the, you know, the once every couple months we play games together. So he's yeah. like, on 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 average, he is currently playing four to five different games. Like he'll just cycle between them. That's just how he does it. I mean, how does he budget his time? Out, that's 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 my life. <laughs> it will be my yeah, life from yeah. there. And I I'm very lucky as a. Obviously, as a teacher, I get set holidays, and Rise comes out on the 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 last day of my of my term, and then I have two weeks off for Easter. Oh, <laughs> yes. nice! Nice! I know. Um, a two week Monster Hunter vacation. Family, pretty much. I work in a family business, and my brother and I are trying to get that get day that time off, off. and yeah. it's. And and most likely, Dad's gonna be like, "No, we have stuff to do." So, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Okay." Aww. And then I'll have the kids the next day, so I will be playing as a normal schedule, most likely. But I am trying to get that day off. Um, I have the uh, I have the collector's edition pre-order. Yes, well, me too. The... Yep, went full in uh, collector's edition. Very excited. Uh, my brother and I have the only two at the game store reserved. <laughs> re re there's only two there? Well, we go to a local game store. Okay. Um, so, like, we, we don't go to a GameStop. It's, like, uh, a, a locally owned, like, oh, so it's quite I a am small, pretty good friends like with two business. of the owners. Right. Yeah. Yeah, very very much a small business. They actually have two locations in my city that I'm near, but um, it's not any bigger than that. Okay. Um, One of the owners is, like, 21 he, he the guy's insane like he, he like as a teenager started his own video game store and zoned his grandmother's house to be the video game store and then got enough money to buy himself into the business he's in now he just bought half of them and now he's a half owner of that game store along with the other guy like wow <laughs> it's just <laughs> they're pretty cool dudes um and the you know, the one is really smart, uh, you know, about financial stuff and that kind of thing. So, but anyways, that's why I don't, also don't have a PS5. Is I prefer to buy locally, and they only got one. Oh wow! So far. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm still trying the online stuff, but yeah, um, yeah, I got the collector's edition. My brother got it as well. Um, 
I was I was glad to get the collector's edition. I got the collector's edition for World. I didn't. Yeah, for Ice me World. too. I I got the yeah I got the the Monster Hunter World collectors with the little Nergiganti statue, um, and mm-hmm. I think like the soundtrack and like a art book and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, that's the yeah that's the one. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and um, no, I don't. I think I just got the deluxe edition for Iceborne. I don't remember getting a collector's edition i don't know why i didn't maybe it like sold out or something i have no idea but i think i got like I the deluxe for that or something yeah i just got the standard i didn't even get the cool steel case oh. i just got the, the standard <laughs> i i kind of i kind of felt uh ch- cheated out on that one though um the the person entering it um mistakenly just put base iceborne and even though it's the same price as at GameStop as the the collector's edition or or the uh, um, steel box was, they were literally the same price. I was like, so why wouldn't you have given me the steel box if I told you I wanted? Oh man, yeah. But and they were like, well, we can't do it. Sorry. And I'm like, but I wanted the steel case. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're not allowed to make mistakes, so technically, no, we didn't make a mistake. (laughs) They can't hold up to it. You know what? It was the manager, so I could see that happening. I really. You should have pulled a Karen. (laughs) I want to speak to the manager. (laughs) No, I'm. I'm okay. I'm okay that it was just the game that I played for a lot of time. I don't know. Did I? I feel like I didn't put near as much time into Iceborne as I did Base World. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was half and half. It's 1,200, whatever the total is. Yeah, I think I I put maybe about like 500 hours into each one. Didn't really take very long to beat the first game. No, but unless you crown hunt like I do now. Mm-hmm. That's... Ugh. I think I think that's something <laughs> that might be on a lot of people's minds actually about Rise because I do remember when World first came out before Iceborne. I do remember that although World has had a lot of content, there was not a massive amount maybe to do at the end of the game. And I did feel like mm-hmm. the monster variety in World wasn't quite as good as previous games. When Iceborne came out, that was fine. Like with Iceborne, I think it's like, it's amazing. But I think base world, like, I mean, I love doing the story and stuff, but I think there might be um, maybe a lot on a lot of people's minds with like, mm, how much content is there going to be on Rise? Because is it going to have a, a, have a, have a G rank in it? We, we don't know, do we? Because is it just going to be a base game? Probably like, not. Like world. Yeah, it's probably just going to be low and high rank. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, probably. And then they'll just come out with an if, expansion with the G or that's, Master. That's rank, what I probably would have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Monster variety is world's problem for sure. Yeah. Um, when um, you know, I, I actually wrote a very long review on Reddit of World at the time when I was still more active on the uh, Monster Hunter Reddit. Um, that uh, it, it was a great game. There was a lot of stuff did that happened to sort of like push it into the more popular range, especially with the quality of life stuff yeah, and, and that kind of thing. Um, but the real kick in the pants was the monster variety and the monster count. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. I mean, it's kind of no comparison with Generations Ultimate. I know that's like a 
you know a, a very big expansion of all the kind of games before it with a lot of the monsters but I mean, you just yeah. you just go back to that game and it's like, I'm fighting a, a shark that inflates. I'm fighting a snake. I'm fighting a, a, a spider. I'm fighting mm-hmm. a monkey. It's like, and, and I'm super excited of the stuff we've seen in Rise so far because they've definitely, there's definitely some different, uh, they're going back to the whole, oh yeah, we're having a lot of different uh, varieties of monsters. Just some other stuff yeah. instead of, I felt like World was just like lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... His great Jagoras, it walks on four legs. His Toby, it walks on four legs. It's it's like a lizard. His this yeah. monster, it walks on four legs. You know. Oh yeah, you got you got Rathalos and Rathian and all and Legiana. Okay, yeah, fine. But like, yeah, where's all the where's all the other the other ones the the arachnids and the you know the the bugs and stuff like that? That would have been cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It... It would have been, really been nice if they had a little bit more diversity. Um, but well, eh. I, the biggest the biggest problem is the the whole economy of Monster Hunter, and I mean like gameplay economy as well as you know lore wise, is based off the monsters. So a, a monster isn't just a fight that you do; yeah. it's a quest. It is part of the story usually. It is also any type of armor and weapon that you can have in the game because armors and weapons are most of the time entirely dependent on monsters. Now there are a few armors and weapons outside of that. You got the ore, you got the gathering stuff, but for the most part, you're wearing monster armor. Like you're there's um, so having 30 monsters after, I think it was when everything was said and done, um, when you beat the story in base world, I think it was 30 um Mm -hmm. and then they added a couple more um and a couple of them are subspecies um so as much as i like subspecies uh they're still similar right um so like world ended up getting hurt and people were like defending it too like hey you know they did such a great job on the new models and da 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 it's like i understand that however it made it a shorter game and then all this other stuff on top of it, A, being easier, B, you know, the SOS mechanic and that kind of stuff, C, streamlining story quests instead of key quests, right? You didn't have to do a bunch of, like, here's six quests to do the star. It was in some cases you did two or three and you were in the next star in, mm-hmm. in uh, uh, World. So, like, everything everything got streamlined to you up until the end game. And the people who were sort of, like, not playing the best and then they got to kieran and then like oh i hate kieran he's so hard and unfair oh, man. and they're do, like do you remember in base world when there was the kieran assignment it was like it was just like they were actually removed it later on but it was like you had mm-hmm. to clear it i think to to get to like the next cap or something i just remember it being yeah. a i just remember it being a kieran assignment and it was just the most horrible thing i hated it so much and then wasn't there one with that. like a double kieran or something later on, and they've removed that afterwards. Mm-hmm. Or something. I think was, it was I, tempered or, Kieran, or and then there was tempered. another one where it was two tempered Basil Goose. I was like, oh! And, and they, this remo- is a they good. actually removed those those uh, later on. Yeah. Um, I think, but. <laughs> I don't think they removed the quest. I think they removed the. They, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they yeah. removed the requirement to have to do that. But I think the Kieran one was the worst. The the, the Basil Goose one wasn't so bad because you just you just get them in the same area and then it's just like let them fight. 
<laughs> Let them blow each other up. Yeah. Or you just realize yeah. that the bow is like the most broken weapon in like base game, and then you just run the bow. You just go in there, Toby Kadachi bow, and then you just oh, yeah, yeah, take yeah. everything off from a distance. Basil Goose. Yep. Yeah, Basil Goose, like the wings on that thing, like it's so weak. It's very, very easy to beat them once you realize, hey, I can just evade around them and then just use a power shot and then evade around them again, power shot. You just, all you need is just dash juice and then you're good. You, you can beat them. It takes no effort, really. And same thing with, I think, Kieran was, you just have a fire bow and you put on like maybe two mantles. Uh, I think it was, what was it? The thunderproof one and the vitality one. You can take maybe one or two hits and you just aim for the horn. All the way through, you're fine. Well, you just gotta have a, hope that you have challenge. good aim with the bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that. That is a fact. And we're also <laughs> talking here as well about a uh, uh, pre-clutch claw era here, because I don't know what your yeah. thoughts mm-hmm. are on clutch claw, but I'm I'm not gonna miss it. <laughs> no, I um, yeah, I'm very much. Uh, you know. It was a neat idea at first, but when it became acquired, yeah, stuff like I think that's the thing I didn't like because there were certain weapons that you could like seamlessly kind of combo in with the clutch claw, which was really nice. You could just do it within your combo, and it didn't feel like you were Mm -hmm. just tacking something on. And then there were other weapons. I just thought, oh, I have to wound it because if I don't wound it, I can't do any damage, especially with like you know, um, silver rathalos, gold rathian. You just you, you need to you need to wound them or Alatreon or Fatalis or whatever, and it's just like oh I have to do this mm. I have to <laughs> I can't just start hitting yeah. the monster I have to wound it I have to remember to wall bash it yeah I don't know I'm not gonna miss it particularly in Rise <laughs> no I I I don't even like the clutch claw because of the, the what they did to part part breaking yeah yeah because yeah. they 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 really were like hey gotta wound it to yep, break you, the parts you, got, you gotta like, keep it tenderized here you gotta do it to do the most damage otherwise that's it uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like but like I'll, there was a, the, I think the most egregious one and they ended up fixing it but uh, Kushala Deora's horns were actually so hard without being tenderized um, it was impossible to break mm. them there was actually they found out with tenderizing at one point, it was impossible to break them. Right when Iceborne wow, came out, that's, yeah, that's pretty dumb. So they had to patch it. <laughs> they patched Kushala's horns. Oh man, um, pretty early. Because um, <sighs> I, I was like, I need Kushala horns. Like, come on, I need I need the Kushala horns. And I did the quest like four times, wounding them, bashing them on a the wall, everything, and they never broke. And I was uh, like, what is going so on? I'm like. I've hit the head like exclusively. And at that time I was still trying to get back in the hammer. So I was like, how am I not breaking the horns? I'm a hammer. <laughs> I'm like... smashing his face. <laughs> <laughs> he's KO'd like three times and he still has horns. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, I do not miss the clutch claw. Mostly for my own purposes, the part breaking stuff, just locking, you know, putting that behind uh, another mechanic. It's like, yep. there's something break parts. I mean, you, you can, Morg's been hunting with me a lot on Generations Ultimate lately, and um, he'll he'll see that I go for part breaks more so than what are the best hit zones. Like I'll the number of mounts that I'm... you've interrupted from chopping the tail off. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh man! Yep, there's a clip of it. There's a clip of it you put on uh, Twitter. 
I like it. It was really funny, actually. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, the end of... That's the one where the end... Two consecutive mounts. I remember... Oh, my God. I mean... My fault for going mount spam, turning every weapon into an insect glaive. But I mean, you know, that's just and how I play. It was I like pretty funny. I love the I love the one where I cut off the tail and it shows you on the video. You're like flying off and then you land on the ground and you just see me sheathe my sword and step just... over your rolling body. Like I got this. <laughs> it's like the chunky Putin watch. Oh, it was good. Um, I don't know if you saw Wolfie, but recently I just I got the gold check mark on every single quest in really? uh, Generations nice. Ultimate. Nice. Yeah, I've been playing so, a bit of Generations Ultimate, just going going back into it. I, I've actually seen a lot of. There seems to be a lot of people recently going back uh, and playing it. Um, yeah, I just mm-hmm. I still find it really fun going back. I as much as I like the quality of life changes that the new games bring, I some I maybe it's a bit of nostalgia. I still like going back to the older games um, and mm. having, I guess, some of the challenges of, of playing that. And I had to go at making a new armor set and realized how friggin' annoying it was to uh, make new armor sets. And I needed oh. like hyper, yeah. hyper Cyanator. And I was like, oh, this is so horrible. Hyper Devil Joe. Oh, <laughs> and it's like all the hyper monsters. Yeah. And they took so long to kill. I was like, oh, God, this is just. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, uh, I don't really. I World and Iceborne did one thing I think really well with their skill system is like they really encouraged mix sets. Oh um, yeah, like they really to get like different skills and and to get mm-hmm. to basically make a set that's good is easy because there are no negative skills, you know. And and obviously it, no, it, and yeah, that is a drawback for sure. Yeah, it, it, that is that makes it a little too easy. I I agree, but um. Also, in Generations Ultimate and 3 Ultimate, uh, I've also been playing that a little bit with Ace, um, I don't bother with mix sets in those games mm-hmm. because it's not it's not worth it. Like, it's not... For me, it's not worth it, right? Like, I don't go for a lot... Because mix sets, they, they actually end up being quite meta once you get them to work. Like, you yeah, get, if, like if you, yeah, if you, if you get something and... to, to work that gives you the skills you need and it, like, kind of all meshes together, then there are some really good mix sets you can get. But then also, like, in Generations Ultimate, with all of the the really big, like, special permits, like Dreadking Rathalos and stuff. I remember wearing the full Dreadking Rathalos armor for, like, ages because it was really good um, with the skill bonuses mm-hmm. and stuff you got in it. Um, yeah. Uh, well, as someone who plays uh, exclusively Adept Greatsword in that game, uh, I care about exactly two skills, and that is Focus and Partbreaker. So <laughs> there's only one set that sets, really, you know, really matters when it comes to that. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, there's two, two really good ones for that. Um, Diablos, uh, G-Rank Diablos set does that really well. And also Gameth. You can fit uh, the focus into Gameth really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Not so Durambrus. I have a set. Uh, Durambrus works too. Yes. Durambrus gives those uh, right off the bat. So I also have that. So what I do is I have full sets that all have focus and part breaker um, that match the elemental resistance I need because screw going into an ice monster with a Diablo set. That is just, just, that is just terrible. So I actually, I have a lot of different armor sets that I use, but they're full sets, all four of them. Yeah. I I think I'd agree there with the whole, uh, 
armor set there. I think I think with just with the whole way the skill system worked, and I know I know that in Rise they're going back to. I don't know whether it's going to be exactly the same system, but I think they're changing it again back to. Are they doing something similar? What like I that? heard was in between. Yeah, what, and I mean, what I heard was in between. Yeah, and I think the other thing actually I am uh, looking forward to is like in Generations Ultimate, you. <coughs> basically had your decorations right just to kind of top off the skills you needed and you could just make decorations mm -hmm. and the only thing you had to worry about getting was a, a good charm i can't wait for that mm -hmm. like to be able just okay like you know i've made my set i just need a couple of decorations uh, to make just to finish off these skills and the only thing i have to actually worry about like farming is not loads of decorations that i need it's just like a charm i, I i'm mm -hmm. i'm quite glad they going back to that again <laughs> you don't have to worry about tons of decorations to to farm again <laughs> yeah yeah what what i end up doing a lot in in sort of charm farm because i've never i've never in a game charm farmed specifically uh well actually no i did in four ultimate but i never got i, I remember doing charm ultimate. farming in four ultimate <laughs> in the like yeah. the expedition things or something yeah yeah well uh i did i did the there was a uh a meta one for breaking Rathalos's back in a certain yes it was the uh, the the Rathalos quest in uh is it is it called ruined pinnacle it's like the it's one like in, yes. it's like a mountainous yeah. area i remember that and i used yeah. to go a very specific route to all the little mining nodes and, mm -hmm. and like and then yeah obviously doing the yep i remember doing that yeah <laughs> Yeah, because yep. the back break was the subclass. That's right. Could, yeah, I remember that. Uh, and I would specifically try to break his head too, because uh, break his head and cut cut his tail, and not worry about killing him, um, because of plates and uh, mantles and stuff. Yeah. And I would try to do that just to just to get materials from him. Um, but yeah, like uh, I that's the only time I ever really did some charm farming. But what I like about charms is you can build a full set and have this is everything I want. Now the charm uh, the charm is gravy on top. Yeah. Like oh here's an extra skill that I can fit in if I get the right charm, but I can still go out and hunt everything that I want to without a charm. Exactly. And At I, least I it's think, just one thing yeah. you have to worry about instead of thinking oh man I I have no expert jewels and I need like five of them and <laughs> and you just have to get lucky yeah. with just loads and loads of, of decorations which is super annoying so i'm quite glad they're going back to I, that old system i was lucky enough that all the skills i care about are super common gems <laughs> in in iceborne it's like hey you, i want anti-ko because for some reason in iceborne and, and base world you got ko'd a lot more and, I, and anytime I died, it was because of KO. And I'm like, uh, no, it, it ain't happened anymore. So anti-KO and then um, Heartbreaker, Destroyer, and that's it. That's, that's, that's all I cared about for the most part for the charms. Now, I I actually was lucky and very early on in Base World got the uh, Mind's Eye Jewel. Okay. And so that's kind of just the luck of the draw with those things too like sometimes you're going to be farming forever and sometimes you're not and i was a lucky case where i'm not so everything had esp on my sets like i was just like yep i don't have to worry about bouncing ever nice <laughs> i stare at you seethingly as i realize oh i had to wait until what was it the fatalis update before i could actually like craft all of the decos that i needed in order to be able to make anything really really good because I, I was not lucky enough to get the Mind's Eye Ballistics Jewel. Uh, 
Oh man. Uh, I was the same with the bow one of the bow jewels actually. <clears throat> the bow plus or something the one that gives you an extra charge and uh, I never uh, yeah that's it. I, I I never ever got it to drop but when they released the update I was like yep crafting that. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. I I, uh, I used to get like 7 or 8 I of those at a time. I was like why do I have so many of these mighty bow jewels oh, man. when I should be getting them <laughs> And then there was an instance where um, I think it was like trying to make uh, crit boost uh, jewels um, and tenderizing jewels. And this was like, I think before Iceborne came out, those things were almost impossible to get. And I was getting nothing but guard up jewels. And then afterwards, like I accidentally melded all my guard up jewels and I was getting nothing but crit boost and tenderize. (laughs) And I'm like, where's my guard up jewel? No! I was like, ah! So yeah, I, to be honest, I'm I'm gonna be very excited. Hopefully, to see that uh, what I want for an end game is hopefully that you know there's only one RNG system where I have to worry about like one table to worry about rather than having to worry about mm-hmm. like three where I have to worry about getting decos, meta yeah. weapons that are RNG, and then like. A bunch of mm-hmm. other things like augments, like in base world, like yeah, I, be I went on a rant to see about if that. They, if they do like a, an augment system at the end of Rise or something else. The the only other new thing I know that they're bringing in, I think it's called uh, the the Petalace. It's like another new little thing that you have, which is a, a bracelet, and it's the thing that you use mm-hmm. to, I think, collect the like the buffs in like the endemic life life buffs or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to yeah. work or whether you have to upgrade or how you upgrade that. But I know that's another new little kind of armor piece we have or like accessory, I think. Yeah. I mean, we've only had the five and the charm, you know, for a long time. Like, yeah, that's the charm was, gosh, what was that? That was third gen. Yeah. No we idea. got that. I mean, mantles were new as well, um, I guess, weren't they in... in, in world yeah but they weren't really an equipment they were kind of like a temporary buff yeah i I guess they kind of worked as like a buff yeah yeah they weren't like you couldn't craft them from like oh if i get the ruthalos yeah you just yeah you just kind of unlocked them didn't you and then you could upgrade them and then have some of them had like slots and stuff in them too i think the you know i didn't mind oh i was gonna say that the only instance where i think you could use them to as like um uh, another source of like permanent buffing or at least for permanent decoro whatever was if you had i think it was the glider mantle and the assassin's creed mantle if if you um mm-hmm. if you had those on like you know if you alternated back and forth between them i think the recharge times for them were actually um shorter than the durations that they lasted for so if you go into a fight with like an aggro monster mm-hmm. that obviously sees you and you know it's not going to trigger the effects of the assassin's mantle then you could keep that on for like six minutes. So you'd get six minutes of buffs all the time. And then you just alternate back to like, I think it was the glider mantle would stay on for frick. I can't remember if it was like three or four minutes and like the recharge time for the assassin's mantle was like a minute and a half. So you could just go back and forth between them. Oh wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was like, yay, this is great. But it looks like I'm just stuck with a raincoat, like, you know, a trash bag raincoat on my set. And, you know, I can't fashion hunt with this thing on, but I need the skills. I'm like, oh, no. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't think Whatever I'll miss it takes to win. either. I don't think I'll miss No. 
No, they're they're gone. I think yeah. they confirmed that mantles are gone. I feel bad um, for those poor Gen Fibers just going, No, my mantles! My oh, temporal no. mantle! My three of eight! My right, rock we- steady! No! no it's, it's kind of, I mean, rock steady's pretty useful with the... Uh, I mean, just at the beginning of the hunt when the monster screams at you and it's just like, ha, whatever. Uh, although the amount of times I've died because of rock steady because I've not been knocked back and... Uh, I've I've clutch clawed onto Alatreon's head and he's done an attack and my health has gone <laughs> when time. he's using his electric horns or whatever and then you hear just you hear your health bar just yes. going and then you're like no and you're watching your health bar just you just, watch, just, you just drop watch your health bar go down you think well yep that was that was my mistake rock steady mantle <laughs> thank you it's like I was at full health and I just flatlined in two seconds oh shit. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of the Rocksteady Mantle. I That and the Temporal Mantle are the, the two that I pretty much never used. I used I used the Temporal Mantle a couple times when fighting Fatalis, and I think that was it. Because I was still learning the fight, and I was like, okay, I am obviously not, not dodging at the right times yeah. or whatever, and I just want to get this done, so I'll put on the Temporal. Um, but yeah, like there was people who like religiously used, you know, rock steady and temporal and it's like, I'm definitely again. one How of those people, happen? by the way, <laughs> 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 to be honest, I just, okay. I'm, so, I'm very used to using them. They're just like, it's just like, ah, temporal free of aids. Okay. I won't miss them, but I just, cause they're there. It's like, yeah, right. I just, I, I just use them. I, I, <laughs> I get where you're, what you're saying. It's because it, it is an easier option I, yeah it's just like i mean it's, it's, it's not... with rocksteady it's a couple of free hits as long as you're just careful with it and there's no tremor and there's no roaring uh, being affected by roaring and then temporal it's like yeah this is pretty nice i can get some free evades in if i need it especially if it's mm-hmm. like quite a challenging fast monster or something but you can yeah and you can also evade things you normally couldn't yeah well, like exactly but kind of but i'll be fine without it i'm not going to be sad that they're gone yeah well you have you have the you have the defense of I have played uh, Generations Ultimate with you, Wolfie. I know it was a couple years ago. See, we need we need um, to we need to I play also... some Gen U. Now that'll be fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we we do. Um, but I was saying you are not bad at the game. The people I'm talking about are just bad at the game. <laughs> and <just get> because. <laughs> Oh no, my cooldowns are off. Now they can kill me. Oh no, like it's... Well, we lived you through can't... the era of flexing. Oh <laughs> god, <flexing>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I very much I ha- actually I when I started playing Generations Ultimate and 3 Ultimate again, the only thing that really got in the way was the three ultimate stuff, where it's like I run up to a ledge and it's like you have to press A. Yeah, like, Damn yeah, it. yeah. Although to be I to, can't, to be well, honest, three ultimate is quite a different game from Generations Ultimate because you didn't have the mobility in three ultimate because that mm-hmm. was all introduced in four U. So yeah, yeah I think yeah. I think going back to that and the mobility and the climbing and you can't mount and everything is slower. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, a... yeah. Ace and I have been. He never played three ultimate, so he's been going through it. And he was like, "Man, I wish I had someone to have three ultimate with." And I was like, "Wait a second. I went through my stuff and I pulled out my Wii. U. I was like, I still have it. Oh, that's cool. I haven't played it in six years. I still so, have it on um, my my 3ds. Yeah. Same. I don't know if you can, but right there, that little black box. I see that. That is the Wii U. Very cool. 
It's sitting on top of my garbage PS4. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but linger on, like, the whole idea of, like, that Iceborne Alatrion fight, um, or Alatrion, whatever. I can't help but think of it as being such a meme. Like, you know, like, the, the developers are like, Oh no! These people have found a way to be able to cheese the one mechanic that we have designed purposefully for, you know, that they have to, you know, that we've designed that revolves around the idea of using this mechanic to beat every monster that we can, and they're cheesing the two mantles that make it, you know, absolutely guaranteed that you're going to wallbang monsters 100% of the time mm -hmm. when they're not angry. It's like, hmm, well, what do we do? Well, we're going to completely circumvent everything, as, you know, as far as, like, wallbangs and using the temporal and rocksteady mantles. And then it's like, well, what else are we going to do? Well, let's circumvent the meta as well. Let's make blast weapons completely unusable. As <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we have solved the problem. And then everybody's like, no, <laughs> you have not. <laughs> but I hate it. <laughs> but, I, but I don't want to use this elemental weapon against elemental Alatreon. I like. I don't want to be. I, mean, I don't want to be skilled at the game. I just want to it win. One, it was the one fight that made me turn around and go, "Okay, I actually need to make a set for this." Because normally I don't make, honestly, a lot of sets. Well, yeah. And it was yeah. the one fight that made me turn around and go, "Okay, I actually need to make a good set for Alatreon." I did the same for Fatalis as well, and I made a set for Fatalis with the skills I needed. And I actually felt like I had to practice and get better and i knew it was my fault mm -hmm. when i when i made mistakes in there and i was like okay i personally i prefer the fatalis hunt over the alatreon hunt mm -hmm. i think the fatalis hunt is yeah. is so good it, i mean it's hard yeah. but it's so good like he's so well telegraphed his attacks are all avoidable it's just like every skill you've learned it's like the ultimate kind of you've done this game now prove yourself against this this ultimate black dragon i think it's a great mm -hmm. fight i was so proud to to do it with a friend but also to like be able to do it alone as well that was like my goal mm -hmm. and i was like yes i feel good now i have soloed this <laughs> yeah it got it was a fantastic hunt i love that one it was <laughs> oh i had this uh, I, I had this dilemma that um like when we beat Alatrion, it took a uh, a week yeah uh, a week to do and i had been trying it on my own and and getting better at doing it on my own and i was like i i was like do i do i really need to do this on my own do i need to prove my worth as a solo hunter because i did that in like all of three ultimate i pretty much played by myself yeah and all, most of four ultimate as well and i was like but I did that out of necessity, not because I wanted to. Like, I just didn't, I didn't have a lot of people I knew at those times that were playing. I'm also a little gun shy about playing with randos because, well, randos. Um, um, but also, like, I, I always kind of felt like maybe I'm not good enough to play with people online. Like, in those days, I was. But, like, you know, like, it wasn't like, I don't know. But, like, I never have really had that thing to be like, I need to beat this solo to prove my worth as a hunter. I'm like, no. I think I, I think it's I just had up that to dilemma. you, though, isn't it? It's like, you know, no, it you is. like to and, set your and own goals, was... and and your, you know, someone, one one person's goal might be, oh, I really want to make every weapon in the game, and another person's goal might be, I really want right. to solo this monster, and and that's the beauty of Monster Hunter, isn't it? It's totally up to you how you do it. You know, if you if you beat Fatalis in a group of four, great. Actually, a group can be harder because then you've got, you know 
more people to faint. Yeah. No, <laughs> I have. I have only beat Fatalis. I beat him. I think it was six times in the end. Um, only with groups of four. Nice. Um, I have never done any other combination. But I. I. But actually, it was it was your Alatrion uh, solo video, Wolfie. And I was looking at it. I was like, man, I wish I was good enough to do that. And I was thinking about. It, I was like. I was like. No, I think I could if I put a lot of time and effort yeah, into it. Yeah. I don't think it's because I'm not good enough. I think it's because I just don't want to. Like I just yeah, like, but no, you don't have like, to. I, this is the thing. It's like no, the goal is to defeat. That was the dilemma. To defeat I had. It's like whether you do it alone or you do it with other people. It doesn't really matter. It just depends on what you want to do. You know, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah, I just wanted to set myself the goal to to try and see if I could do it and. Yeah, I I just did loads of loads of practice, and then that one time that I recorded it and actually did it, it was just hilarious. So yeah, mm. it was a good, it was a good, it was a good showcase though. You explained a lot, like you, you know, people liked it. I would like included. to, I would like to do uh, some more stuff like that. I'm slightly uh, worried about the whole now that it's going to be on Switch. It's like, oh god, how do I record gameplay on a Switch? I think I'd have to. Uh, get a capture card. card or something to do that but it might be something i look into um i'm not sure i think yeah, maybe I'm... an elgato is quite affordable um i think you can get the yeah. uh the game capture card um i have one um it's an older one um i think it's just the hd um most people would have like i think of the hd 360 or something like that or the 720 whichever one it is but like um yeah the one i got i think it was like 80 dollars and I think, it still I think works? that's how much yeah, I I think when I looked into it before, I think they were somewhere around just over a hundred. Um, so I mean it's it's fairly reasonable, I guess, yeah. I uh I tried streaming for a bit. It's not for me. Yeah, I don't I don't think I could be uh do streaming uh, in that in that sort of sense. I mean there's a lot of things that I wish I could have been able to do and obviously it's just with everything going on at the moment I have just not been able to do half the stuff I wish I'd been able to do I still have by the way the Fatalis cover I have learnt it I I learnt it over the period of time for like ages and I just yeah with everything it's like oh I can't fly back to England which is where I would normally do my recordings ah that's kind of a bit of a crutch Mm -hmm. now actually yeah I can't fly back as easily as I used to um so yeah, it's just been like so much other stuff and I've just been enjoying Monster Hunter for what it is and kind of like, okay, I've, you know, people are still enjoying the music and stuff I've done, which is great. And, you know, I'm going to, mm-hmm. my, my current plan, which is rather exciting, is uh, I'm in the process of getting a piano for where I am right now. So watch this oh, space. Oh, okay. great. There will be... Um, yeah, hopefully some I can especially when Rise comes out, I'm gonna feel super motivated to do covers because it's some it's something new. You know, like I did a lot of Iceborne covers because it was new and world was so new and now it's kind of like, Yeah, it's yeah, you know. <laughs> and now a Rise yeah. is coming out and like like as soon as I, I oh my god, the arena theme for Rise. Oh like Witcher Three vibes. seriously, mm. I, 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 I was like I never oh, went into the arena. Yeah, I've been. I went I once did. the first time yesterday. Actually, funnily enough, I was like, I'm gonna go into oh, the arena, okay. and the music is amazing. So I, I will be very motivated to do some covers for, for for Rise once I hopefully get everything sorted and everything's not quite so crazy with being stuck inside. 
Yes. Oh man, what's going oh, on and... right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, and for listeners, because we didn't mention this at the beginning, you have also done our theme that we use. Um, I would love to. I would love to to maybe redo or do some more stuff for you at some point if you ever would like any gonna... other little themes. <clears throat> I was going to talk to you about doing another theme because um, I have a, a newer show, Monster Talk, where we talk about um, monsters for D&D. Okay. And I was like, it's cool that we have the Monster Hunter theme for the main show because we're the way that I like to sell the, the main show now is we are a video game podcast born out of the Monster Hunter community. Yeah. So it fits that we have a Monster Hunter theme. Um, but like the Monster Talk, it's like I use it for that because that's what we have. Yeah. But um i'm like i like it but like it doesn't really fit the theme as much as because we're not monster hunter focused at all on that one. yeah makes sense. Uh, there might be a couple we're talking about doing a tie-in where we're going to talk about maybe some wyverns or some stuff like that when rise comes out or maybe specifically talk about monster hunter monsters in that that show but um it's more focused for tabletop gaming stuff than than uh monster hunter so yeah i was going to talk to you possibly about another theme for that and i actually a good friend of mine on the uh, Pickering Buck show that I talked about. It's like our video game book club um, that we, you know, everyone plays a game. Hopefully the listeners play along with us and then we talk about it once we've finished it or completed it in some aspects, as long as you want to play it. So it's a longer form show, um, which we're currently doing Age of Calamity. If you played that one, Wolfie. Mm, uh, heard of uh, it, not played it. It's good. Okay. It's uh, really good. Uh, I I am sworn to silence until that episode comes out. <laughs> okay. Um, um, but uh, my good friend Jacob on there, he he is also an, uh, a musician. He he does um more of like key, uh more like electronic keyboard stuff and remixes stuff. So he did the the theme for that one. So it's uh it's interesting to to say the least. He uh, he modeled it after a fighter select ah, uh, from an cool. old. It's like a SNES kind of eight bit theme. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, but yeah, so definitely, listeners, if you, you probably know about her more than us because we're still smaller, but <laughs> check out Wolfie's music for sure. Yep. There's a there's a ton <clears throat> um, of stuff to listen on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a, there's a lot of different covers and like yeah, I rise. Oh my goodness. I'm so looking forward to hearing uh, some of those new themes there. It's definitely going to be very, very motivating to try and uh, do some more stuff. And said, f- yeah, fingers crossed for the, the piano to be able to actually set up everything over here. Um, yeah, that, that's that's when you realize that, ah, you know, living abroad ah, it's in, in this time is, is not, <laughs> it's not the most convenient thing in the world. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. So um, just a quick question. So, um, do you plan on staying in Germany for a long time or is this just sort of like a temporary thing for you? Um, as as... no, it's my, I will be, I will be staying here. That was my kind of, that was the, the thing that I wanted to do, um, was mainly to start teaching abroad, which is obviously, uh, what mm-hmm. I do here, here now. Um, but no, it was pretty much my, my goal to kind of, uh, to, to basically stay, stay over here. And basically kind of mm-hmm. create a life for myself over here um but yeah obviously it's been it's been quite a quite a journey and i'm very glad i managed to move over when i did uh, obviously 
Yeah. Um, that was very good and obviously got in just below. Yeah, the exactly. Collide. And <laughs> I couldn't have picked. I picked a very interesting time to start a, my new job within my school of being head of uh, the primary school music, <laughs> when mm-hmm. I can't teach a lot of music. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been uh, it's been quite a it's been quite a journey, but. Hey ho! I I finally <laughs> just thought right. Okay, let's try and see if I can get something sorted over here. And I have uh, ordered myself a piano, so I'll have to wait and see when that'll arrive. It's not going to be the same as what I played on before, but I'm gonna. I really just want to get back into doing stuff, especially with Rise coming out. Um, I'm very much looking forward, and I just miss playing the piano. I can play it when I go into work occasionally, if I if I am able to go into work now and again. Uh, but it's not quite the same. Mm. It's nice doing it in the comfort of your own home, sure. you know, where you can just chill and play the video games and listen to them and play along with them and stuff. Yeah, I could imagine that someone walks into the, the school, not a lot of people are there because it's like after hours and they just hear the the Poke Village theme playing. <laughs> they, just, hear the, da, da, they hear da, the they hear the Fatalist theme and they think, why do I hear boss music? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening <laughs> is there a fight going on <laughs> oh man so my i was ex- i was explaining to my daughters before i came on uh this morning uh what i was doing i was like hey i gotta go record and stuff and um and uh my older one she's uh, i explained that you know i was talking to wolfie again because they they've They've had to stay for, uh, you know, in the other room while I record a couple times. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're talking to Wolfie again. And I was like, yep, she's in Germany. So we got to do the, <laughs> the different the time, time zone zones. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, um, my older one was like, what do they speak? They don't speak English there. And I was like, no, they speak German. It's called German. <laughs> and and, and, uh, I was, and then she was like. I don't know German. I was like, I wouldn't expect you would, Cece. Like, it's fine. And then my uh, my younger one, uh, Emery, just pops off. She's like, I know German. And I was like, okay. Do I, what do you... And then she goes, blah, 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 blah. that's how you speak German. <laughs> I was like, I will make sure no, to mention not. that um, to all my German friends, that that is how you speak German. Like, I, I will mention she just... that. And she's like... She was like, "That's how you speak German," and I was like, "No, Emery, no, it's <laughs> not. It's just gibberish." Oh my goodness, the children can be so funny. They just come up with the the most random, the most random stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it had me laughing. My my older daughter was like, "Emery, that's mean." I was like, <laughs> "Well, see, see, one of the most like, fascinating things about working in an international school because uh, obviously we teach in in English and the children have mm-hmm. German lessons every day as well. Uh, obviously, we get children from all over the all over the world. Um, but when I first started, I noticed that a lot of the children had American accents, or what I at least I would class as like an American accent." Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of American spellings as well, in comparison to like British spellings, and it's re- and these kids, I th- I thought they were from so America. Leaving out use. Yeah, I thought they were from America, <laughs> and no, they're German. Uh-huh. They're German kids, but huh. when they learn English, or a lot of them might learn English through watching YouTube videos or shows, and they pick it. They they tend to lot- watch a lot of stuff which is um, from you know people in in America. American, yeah. So they've picked up mm-hmm. this. They're, they're English, but it's American. And I was mistaking these kids for, you come from America. No, and they're German. They have like this perfect English, American English accent. <laughs> and it's so, it's huh. the strangest thing ever. 
Um, you find I see, I've huh. seem to have found Let's... that a lot throughout the the international school community that these 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 kids um, and even the kids that aren't German, you just you think they are they from America because they speak American English, but no, they've just learned that the spellings and the accent from maybe YouTube or somewhere else or films. It's really interesting um, how they they pick up the language. <laughs> I've made that mistake a few times. So where where you know where do you come from? Me thinking they're American. Oh, I'm German. Oh. <laughs> it, okay. Yeah. I could see how that would be confusing. Yeah, really um, we get, We're not like, we don't have a lot of like diversity uh, where I'm at. Um, but if you go a little bit north in Columbus, um, there's a lot of, a lot of different cultures there. And a lot of them come sometimes specifically to learn English because uh, apparently the ohio columbus accent is the most flat and easy to understand okay because like i can understand you go to atlanta they're like howdy y'all and it's like (laughs) okay well okay um or you know texas or you know like you go to some southern stuff it's definitely a the southern american accent is definitely distinguishable and then you get the new york and the baston or boston or whatever and you get you go to Wisconsin, you get like some different accents there. And it's just like, apparently just where I'm at is just like the, the, the one accent that's like, <laughs> this is understandable. <laughs> I'm from Joyzy. <laughs> oh my God. Joyzy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a fun one. Uh, you know, Joyzy. Yeah. Could you, could you kindly drop the vernacular? Vernacular? That's a doiby. Drop the vernacular. Just drops his hat. <laughs> no, not that. I'm talking about the way you say things. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um <clears throat> so like i don't i don't think we're gonna get that uh that demo that we we mentioned but it could happen i mean we still have we're over a month out still because it is late march yeah. that we're getting the game so uh if anything we're gonna get it and it's gonna be uh i would say if they do Magnumolus, I'd be surprised this time around because they're very much more tight-lipped about Magnumolus than they were yeah. with uh, Nergigante. Even though Nergigante was supposed to be a mystery during yeah, the base game story. Yeah, I think story. that's really interesting because <laughs> from, from what I remember about the Generations Ultimate demo, it was beginner was Great Macau, which totally makes sense. I think yeah. the middle, mm-hmm. the intermediate was Barioth. And the really hard one was Valstrax, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. I think. And, I've, and I found it really weird that with the Rise demo, uh, Great Izuchi, that makes sense. Mizu kicked my butt so much. I was like, this does not feel like an intermediate monster. I mean, I, I can do it probably a lot quicker now. But uh, but initially, I was like, this is actually quite challenging. I, it was quite a bit of a, a mm-hmm. jump uh from from mizu to yeah from izuchi to to mizu there um and obviously they had like the other little tutorial things as well but it was interesting because yeah in in generations ultimate you had the three monsters i think there was a demo for four ultimate as well but i don't remember what the monsters were maybe one of them was tetsukabra and i i don't remember i i can imagine it probably would have been tetsukabra yeah. because and then yeah and then obviously in in world we Tigrex. had yeah, maybe. Yeah, ty- Tiger because it might make sense, I think. And then obviously, yeah, in in what did we have for world? Obviously, we had Nergiganti. What else did we have? Was it Kula Yaku? Anjanath. Um... Uh, we had Anjanath and or Great um, Jagras. Uh, Great Jagras. Great Jagras and Anjanath. Yeah, that would have made sense. Yeah. Yeah, and then with Iceborne, it was just was it just Vulcana? 
I don't remember. I think so. I think so. Yeah, and it was yeah because I remember I... that there were a lot of time attacks on uh, yeah, Velcana I, for the demo. I remember not beating Velcana in the demo. I don't think I beat Velcana. In I the didn't. Demo. I didn't because I didn't play the Iceborne demo. Ah, uh, I was. Neither did I. I was. I don't know why I didn't. Other than that, I remember because you know obviously we were still recording the podcast at that time, um, but um, I I just didn't. I, there was something about like I just I didn't I didn't have any desire to play the demo. I'd rather just play the full game. Yeah, yeah. Like, but then it wasn't an it wasn't I, a new game game. It was like an expansion to a game. So maybe that was kind of why. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it would be I very easy that. to get burnt out on the flagship, and then <laughs> you know, know its entire move set, and then yeah. like at the very end, it's like, oh, this is the big final boss, and we're all like. <laughs> We bet it. We beat it without but using any meta sets. But we all know Volcano was so... the final boss. <laughs> yeah. I dun mean, dun dun. The, flag sh- the flagship the elder is, is never... not the bad guy at the very end. See, this Ooh. is where I'm excited for Rise because it's like we know that Magnamolo is like the flagship, but what is the actual end game boss going to be? Yeah, because it's always yeah. the rug is pulled out from underneath yes. our feet after we beat it. Every I love, time, and I've been doing this since Shara Ishvalda as an end boss because I was very lucky that the worst thing is, of course, is spoilers. And I remember scrolling through YouTube once, and I saw a thumbnail, and it was just like um, just the outline of Shara's His head, but I face. didn't look. I didn't look, uh-huh. uh, and I saw just like the pink, and I was like, <gasps> and I just kept scrolling, and I didn't get spoiled by. It, and oh my god, when that rock monster and then oh god my mind was blown i was like this is so cool i hope they do something completely mm-hmm. out there for for rise for their final end it's boss. delameter yeah that's that's my guess it's delameter i miss i miss that monster that was such a cool fight in for you <laughs> because you could literally climb climb up his body and had to like hit his feet uh, and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and then you actually fought him like off the mountain, and that was so cool. Yeah, I remember planting um, bombs on his head. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, who yeah. can say that yeah, about it's... any other game? It's like, well, what what did you do in your game? Oh, I just you know went on top of a giant you know world snake that's able to carve mountains by just slithering around it with its body. Just decided to climb on top of it, put blo- plant bombs put on its bombs head, on. blow it up. You know, you know normal stuff. Everybody'd be like. What kind of game are you playing? Yeah, but hey, hang on. Because in, in Rise, we can now become Basil Goose. Have you seen? We can just like be in the air yes. and just lob <laughs> bombs below. <laughs> yeah, uh, where, where's the Hunter's when... theme music? Dun, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Cue the B-52 music. Um, I've seen some pretty funny videos of people oh, just too. jumping off of mountains and then just... Or like, the, or like perfect timing with where they wirebug and then they they charge up a shot or, or like a hammer or something and they they mm-hmm. get them. I was like, what? It's oh, pretty insane. That is so enjoyable getting yeah. those. Very satisfying mm. to watch. So um, there was there's been a lot of I don't know if you've you've noticed Wolfie. I I know you're you're normally on the more positive aspect of things, but there's been a lot of drama on Twitter over Rise. Uh, how? Oh uh, yeah, I, I think she what knows. You're talking about here, like <laughs> drama. Oh okay. <laughs> well, okay. So 
I am tangentially in, involved, not because I want to jump into it and be like, hey, these people are bad or whatever. Yeah. But like, um, our, our, our good friend Ace is really upfront and really aggressive about like the whole like people calling it bad because of the graphics thing on the, and, and the switch exclusivity yeah. exclusivity there you go and um like obviously i don't think most people have a problem with it being switch exclusive right i mean it was bound to happen because we got generations ultimate uh and then like when's the next switch monster Hunter game i think we're all excited to play it portably as well as on a tv and so I'm not I'm not really going to ask you to weigh in whether these people are wrong or not cuz I mean like whatever it's people's opinions. But um um one of the things that has come up uh recently and I thought it was just a rumor but apparently it came straight from the devs on a Twitter post was we don't have hot drinks anymore. Mhm. So now at first, I was like, I was on the side of people like, oh no, you know, that's less preparation in the quest. And now we're just streamlining and everything. Like, okay, so what do you bring on a quest these days? Like, what 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 point are we going to stop bringing items on a quest, per se? And uh, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? No, I'm okay with them taking out hot drinks and even cool drinks if they do, because it's just... It doesn't do anything. This is like, oh yeah, I forgot to take my drink. I'm going to lose Stanima now. Like, it doesn't really, it's not strategic. It's just, did you bring, it's a, it's a checkbox. So what, what did you feel about it? That's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think in the Monster Hunter community in general, I'm the same sometimes. There is a distinct uh, lack of wanting things to change. We, we like the game as mm -hmm. it is because, like, especially the game stayed relatively the same. Up, I mean, for you uh, was obviously the mobility and climbing and elevation. Mm -hmm. And then World was just like, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you just you just have to look back at the gameplay for each one to just think, wow, like this is this is very different. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you go to World and suddenly you have infinite whetstones. And you have infinite pickaxes and you have infinite bug nets. Um, and to be honest, it's like, okay, well, you, you have to kind of think of things on, on a gameplay aspect. Yeah, okay, Monster Hunter's never been quite realistic. Obviously, it's always had uh, a bit of uh, mm -hmm. prep. Uh, is it part of the gameplay? Eh. I mean, you, you forget something on a quest. You go into a quest, you think, ah, oh, I forgot my hot drink end quest i mean what did i uh, what did i actually achieve from doing that well i wasted my time i go back and yeah. i it's not like a part of a gameplay loop if i forget something i go back and uh, there's an animation of me walking back to camp and uh, i don't know you know i mean obviously yeah they've been in the game for for a long time i mean i'm not one of those people that would always forget to bring them they're just kind of especially with like item sets you just make an item set and then you yep. and then you you have it there anyway um i do like prepping for the quest i like the idea of thinking okay do i have everything ready have i eaten uh, do i have the things i need mm -hmm. but then in world people were angry because you could go back to the camp and you could restock and well that kind of the restocking kind of takes away the whole problem of forgetting items because if you forget an item you just go back to your yeah. camp and you restock it and it, and I guess it's not really become so much of a big deal. I mean, you go back to Generations Ultimate, if I forget something, well, yeah, you are screwed then if, if you forget something. Mm. 
is it more of an annoyance no, been... or is it part of the gameplay does it make the game harder for the sake of being harder or does it make it less fun i think it depends on like who you are as a person and whether you kind of role play as your hunter and you think it's realistic that oh mm. i've got my bag of stuff uh you know uh, but then yeah world obviously <laughs> had the quality of life with oh i'm not having to gather all these bugs for things anymore you know i went back to generations ultimate um and you want to make an armor set and you need to gather like bug parts and it's such a pain and you actually have to physically go around mm. to the bug things and get them in world you never really needed to collect bugs apart from you know uh, for a bit of crafting or to put them as a pet in your room you know <laughs> um but mm. i mean to be honest when i saw that i was kind of like oh okay they, they've got rid of, of hot drinks okay fair enough i mean it was just another thing i had to do i had to drink a hot drink and it took right. like 10 seconds to drink and then every 10 minutes i'd have to just do it again is that gameplay i, I mean it's kind of realistic because yeah. but then again you had skills armor skills that would negate heat Okay, so if I'm wearing yeah. an armor skill that negates oh. heat, I don't need a, a cold drink anymore, for example. I think it was like Teostra's armor or something that had like heat guard, right? Mm, so, yeah. I, yeah, you also have hot and cold blooded and Generations Ultimate, which I love. I love those. Yeah, skills. so there's, there's um, always maybe there's going to be a skill, or maybe, I mean, I, I think from the sounds of it, it sounds like it's just going away completely. But there kind of comes a point where it's like, okay, are they getting rid of it just because, I mean, I think the director said it was like one of, uh, if not one of the most forgotten the items, yeah. right? Um, and yeah. it, and I think maybe that just kind of shows you, okay, well, maybe it's, is it really integral to the gameplay that you have to drink a potion every 10 minutes so that you don't lose stamina or you don't lose health? I mean, maybe mm -hmm. that just depends on, on who you are, but is it going to affect the gameplay? Not really. It just means you won't have no. to stop and take another potion uh, out of all the other things that we still <laughs> drink. You know, demon drugs and max potions and antidotes and... Uh, yeah, I, I'm... I used to the stuff that actually impacts, that. like, the gameplay? Like, yeah, you know, I like mean, getting yes, those buffs slightly, yeah. or healing? Yes, it's slightly less realistic. I'm in a cold area. My character's not, like, feeling cold and they don't have to warm up. Okay, I get that. But... I don't know, maybe that's just, they're just moving away. I mean, like, world was obviously meant to be a kind of living, breathing world and slightly more realistic, I get, over some of the other games, maybe. And I know that, I think in in one of the articles, the director said they wanted to try and focus on a more action-oriented game. And I think by that, what mm -hmm. they mean is they want a game that, like, it's on the Switch, it's portable, you can pick it up, you can quickly get into a hunt, you take the essentials, you don't have to worry about uh, what air, what kind of, uh, zone you're walking into you can pick it up you can easily get into the hunt quick um i think they mentioned as well that monsters will be visible on the map but they will be just question marks i mean how is that sure. how is yeah. that any they... different from in generations ultimate being a prowler and knowing exactly where the monster is or waving oh. at the start of a quest to the balloon going tell you where the monster is at the start I mean, I'll tell you where it is. It's way over there. Yeah, this little twinkle you gives there, you an indication in a, of exactly really, where it is on your map. In a really funny and, way, and I was kind of bummed because I do, I do quite like, I did like quite like the kind of tracking thing 
just in a kind of, oh, mm. I feel like an actual hunter because I'm tracking. But maybe that's more of just what World was trying to be. It was trying to be a bit more realistic, uh, you know, and you're actually tracking and you're collecting prints. and then But then it's like, well, how much time did you spend in the ancient forest getting lost because of the elevation and because of you didn't know where... I, I don't know. Every time it's, we were in that ancient forest. God. I mean, I, the ancient forest is probably the map I dislike the most in World. It's just way too easy to get lost. Yeah. I'm not going to miss the crazy maps. I like the fact that they're a bit more kind of just open space. Um, and it's it's really just, okay, this is harking back to the old games of just you go in, you look at where the monster is and you fight it and um, that's kind of the focus of the game and it always has been um so i'm i mm -hmm. guess i'm more in the camp of okay fair enough hot drinks are gone or i can go back to world and play it and they're in there it, it doesn't really affect me too much it's just one less thing i have to worry about I guess. And when you think about it, like when everybody no, I... was like in the meta, you know, running the Garuga panties, you know, if you're out in the middle of a snowstorm wearing nothing but panties and you've got like your, your thighs, I mean, your my hunter thighs has like barmaid gear on or something and it's like half, I'm not even like wearing proper armor. I'm sure that's realistic, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. there's so much exposed skin. It's like in the middle of a blizzard and you're like, I'll just drink I... this hot chocolate and I'll just be perfectly fine be for a fine. total of 10 minutes. You know, like, yeah, uh, yeah oh, very realistic. Man. It's, like, right up there with, like, just give me a second. The monster's asleep. Let me pull out these massive bombs that are, like, seven feet tall that are probably, like, 500 pounds each, you yeah, know? And, and pull it out of my nice. back let pocket. Let me just, let me just throw like, this oh, massive bomb from, from in the air, <laughs> hanging by a bit of silk from my bug. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Realism! has never been that realistic, but I, yeah, think, I think people I've are just said... sad because it's been in the game for a long time. Were people sad about whetstones and infinite whetstones now? I, I don't know. Are people sad I about don't think that? so at all. I don't no. know. I think people are more annoyed. Like, uh, I remember uh, Ace and I were doing, um, I don't remember what, what monster it was. We were in the, um, uh, the... The portable third map. I can't remember its name. Misty Peak. Misty, yeah, something. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, and Zenogre and stuff is in it too. And there's that cave area. And it's like, ooh, a shiny. And we walk up to it, whetstone, and we're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't. I don't oh. miss. I don't miss like having limited whetstones. But this is the joke. Did you ever actually use all your whetstones up in the old games? I don't think I ever did because you could no. like carry what like twenty mm -hmm. of them. I think twenty. Yeah. Did you actually yeah. ever use and, them? And twenty. So if you if you never case. used them up, what's the difference between having twenty whetstones that you never use up and an infinite supply of whetstones? There is no difference. <laughs> Literally, no. <laughs> there difference. is There's actually no difference. There is, and you know what? <laughs> there is a difference. You know what? It's inventory management. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I will maybe, say, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing that really, really sucked about whetstones was the fact that you could mine them. And if you were going out and you had to mine for, speci for speci oh, God. <laughs> specific minerals, holy crap, I'm so flustered by this whole situation. It's frustrated me to no end. Uh, but I mean, like, if you were looking for like, for, like, a really important ore, 
And you you spend mm-hmm. your whole time, you know, with limited pickaxes trying to mine for that specific Earth ore, crystal. and all you get yeah. is nothing but whetstones, and you've already got the maximum Earth number crystal. of whetstones. Oh, God! Yeah, yeah. or you get stones yeah. and disc stones. God, I went back to GU, and I was like, what the hell do you use disc stones for? I don't remember that that was a thing. <laughs> I get disc stones from... Yeah. Skipping rocks? There's I don't know! Like, Skipping Jesus. stones to annoy Plesioth in the water? Get out of there. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna watch it just go bop off the top of its wanna, head just yeah, as just it bounces me, boom gonna, just gonna boop it on the head with my disc stone here this is for all those Actually, hip checks you lousy son of a ping they were used in some crafting I thought, yeah i think the they were older games and they were also used uh there were certain weapons that needed disc stones um even uh, what what's the generations ultimate? There's a few stone weapons that need disc stones. Oh man, <laughs> like... I don't I don't really miss that to be honest. At the end of the day, no, it comes I, down I'm... to what is the whole kind of the feel of the game that they're going for, and does it right. and how much does it affect the gameplay, or is it just affecting your kind of view of what the game has always been? Because the game has as right. you know has has developed so much over the 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 years that it's been that it's the franchise has been going and yeah people don't like change people will never like change you will never be able to please everyone and everyone likes monster hunter for completely different reasons um and yeah the at the end of the day i guess you just have to think well okay if this is changing how much is this going to affect my overall enjoyment of the game but for me, with the hot drinks and cold drinks gone, it's not going to affect my overall enjoyment. I'm still doing the exact same no. thing that I'm doing in every other game. Just don't have to worry about a hot drink if I go to a cold area. And that's it. I do I do want to see um I do want to see armor skills though that maybe give you a buff in certain environments. Yeah, that would be interesting, would wouldn't it? That. I think. It seems like they're focusing uh, more on the hunter. the stuff that you can collect during the hunt now. They're, they're kind of taking mm-hmm. that idea from world that you had endemic life that you could collect, but now it's more like you can collect it for buffs. So will we see more than just a health boost and an affinity boost? Will mm-hmm. we see some other uh, some other skills or, or something? Um, yeah, who knows? Because they're just you can just go through the map and you can quickly just pick them up. I don't know. Maybe they'll expand yeah. on that a bit more. It's, it... I'm not sure. It's fun to find a few new routes too, because like a, a lot of times when we were doing the full clear of the Mitsune quest, uh, I would we would start out by going to Rathian, and if we remember Rathian is like in the middle of the map, yeah. uh, and like on the right side, um, I wouldn't go straight to her. I'd run up the hill with the dog, and I'd actually take a different path because it, uh, you ended up getting a lot of the buff. Yeah, I think I think that's what they're kind of going for why they put them in some specific routes because then you could take another route. Like I, I didn't realize in the at the start of that map, if you go if you go left through these kind of like little bamboo shoots, there's like a cave, and you can go mm-hmm. uh, you can go down the down the cave where there's some little buffs uh, as well to go out into the water area instead of going straight on uh, when you first spawn mm. into the map, uh, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I'm excited to see where where they take a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I I I didn't realize how much I loved the skill Polar Hunter until i was hunting with uh actually was with you morg and um ace and i think gog was with us and we were fighting i think it was we elder frost gamuts was it not or is it hyper frost, but it might have been a hyper one i think it was a hyper 
So we went went into this quest, and I was like, they're like, remember, everyone get your hot drinks. And I was like, nope, I've got my cool drinks. And they're like, why do you have cool drinks? Polar Hunter. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, <laughs> wait, are you running cool. Polar Hunter? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Polar Hunter, you drink a cool drink in the snow, and you're like, I am now super buffed. <laughs> nice. I was like, I love it. I love the idea. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I might, it's like, I get an additional I 20 raw it. when I'm in cold weather. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what kind yeah. of skills they, they bring to Rise. I can I can foresee some skills that maybe affect the Wirebug. Um, maybe some wirebug based oh, yeah, skills. Sure. Um, did you see in the 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 Somnicanth gameplay that the the uh, the frost or the ice blight now affects your wirebug recharge as well, rather than you. Yeah, yeah. so it like yeah. it slows down the how much that goes up by, which is interesting. To me, which makes sense because that's what happens to bugs. <laughs> like, um, yeah. When 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 we go work at uh, so our family business we 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 work with a water tower the local water plant um, and you go up to the water tower and it's winter here uh, and there is just a ball of wasps in the corner just hibernating yeah and you can you could literally pick them up and they won't do anything because they're just yeah they kind of just like they're shut too cold down, right yeah yeah they're too cold and you could see a couple of them like crawling but it's like if you ever seen a paper wasp they were they crawl pretty fast yeah. but this one is like Ugh. oh man uh, you're like oh poor guy but don't sting me <laughs> <laughs> well so yeah it's just for i think it's a cool idea because that's what bugs do when they get cold they just get slower well and a lot of times they won't just die yeah well i don't even know if they're cold-blooded i know that they have like an open circulatory system which is like not to their benefit with cold weather because they don't actually have like any real like circulation and um i mean with bees because i actually did keep bees for I think it was, like, two years. During the winter, they have mm-hmm. to huddle together and they have to use, like, vibration in order to be able to generate, like, any sort of body temperature as a group so they do stay clustered together to stay warm so that they don't die off. Um, unfortunately, we lost two swarms because of that because they actually did end up getting too cold because minus 40 Celsius... Sorry, Celsius... Um, is really really cold and um yeah bees don't do very well in that um oh, so yeah um yeah i can understand like you know with what I, I can imagine it probably wasn't that cold for those wasps if they're like still able to move around and still sort of function but like yeah no. cold big enemy of insects especially for like some, the after ones that yeah, bugs. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually. I don't. Um, I was gonna say I'm actually kind of happy now that Ice Blight actually does affect things more differently um, in this game than it did in previous ones because I I never really could tell the difference between um, Ice Blight and Water Blight nice. with the way yeah, that they affected a, your stamina. Yeah. They felt they yeah. felt very relative to each other. But I, ugh, heaven forbid you you fight against Zamtrios and you get both. Like yeah. and yeah. and of course we've now got the added thing of the fact that the blights now affect the monsters as well, which is uh very interesting. I think that's a really cool, a really cool mechanic. It totally makes sense. Like well, yeah, you know if there's uh, yeah if there's fire. And I'm a stuff. little I'm a little weirded out that something like a Rathian could have a fire blight though. Like that felt weird to me. Mm. I was like eh. I have no problem like, with it. Why would... It's about time it had a taste of its own medicine, and, for, and even <laughs> even for the longest time, like even when I was, uh, I think I was playing like earlier generations, I'm like, hey, 
Why is it I get blighted, but whenever I'm attacking it with a specific elemental, you know, type specific to, you know, whatever yeah. the weakness is, why don't they get blighted? Now, now that they brought that in, I'm like, thank you, Capcom. It's like when they came up with, I think it was the Wedge Beetle and stuff like that. I was like, well, I mean, if I have a grapple hook on my arm, why can't I just grapple onto the monster and, you know, like latch onto yeah. it and deal damage yeah. to it? And then all of a sudden, like Clutch Claw comes in, I'm like... <laughs> Thank you. And then after Clutch Claw got, right. you know, the way that it was, I was like, well, I mean, like, are we just restricted to Wedge Beetles? Like, like, I'm like, why are we just restricted to Wedge Beetles? Why can't we just use the Grapple Claw to just grapple onto whatever the hell we want, you know? And now Wirebug's kind of like... And now, kinda, of course, yeah. the, the Wirebug is like, well, you know, you kind of, you know, you can sort of grapple up a wall um, with your Wirebug and, yeah, be really mobile. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, ever everyone's shinobi now yeah they just run up walls well i think um even yeah. what was it i think uh, i had like uh, i dm'd nch uh productions um the one time and it was really fun this was before iceborne or rajang or anything like that when i think it was devil joe came out and i was like hey i wonder what it would be like if rajang and devil joe ever had a turf war and whatever and he's like oh it'd probably be something like what you'd see from king kong you know when he's like ripping I, apart yeah, the t-rex's think, jaw whatever i'm like that's genuinely you know, what loads of people thought <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I, I can totally see that. And then, yeah. lo and behold, he makes his video um, before um, before anybody had any kind of glimpse of like what uh, was going to happen when Rajang was announced. Um, yeah, this was when Rajang was announced. And then all of a sudden, it's released, and then we see the turf war where it's exactly as you know NCH yeah. Productions like put That's into so his cool. video, and we all predicted it. And I'm like. Yes, Capcom like knows how to read people's minds. I I'm mean, so how, happy. How can Devil Joe and Rajang be like anything different from? <laughs> it is. From it's that. King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. Um, on the in theaters, March twenty sixth. By the way, same, same day. Yeah, uh, same day. Yep. Coincidence? I think um, not. We'll just see. We'll just, just see some like just it'll wanna... just be like an Easter egg at one point. It'll just like cut. And it won't be King Kong. It'll just be Rajang for like a frame. Like yep. <laughs> you have to try and spot it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do have to say this because every time it comes up, screw Rajang and his stupid turf wars. I know. <laughs> I like his turf wars. I like how he beats the crap out of Elder Dragons. I'm, so I'm sorry, sick of, but like... have we seen the, the the friggin' turf war between Magnamolo and Rathalos? <laughs> That is so sick. Yes. Like, he just, like, jumps Slams up and... Slams sl him to the ground. <laughs> we need to see uh, more just of that. that Full-on Randy Orton just comes in. Says, RKO! From out of nowhere! What I would... Actually, that brings up a good point for me. I want to see more dynamic Turf War stuff. I want to see, like, okay... Magnumolus is limping away. He decides to beat the shit out of uh, Rathalos for no reason. And it's like, but wouldn't Rathalos be like, dude, I'm full health. Mm. Don't do it. I'm going to smack you down. Like, like, I'd love to see something mm. like that because it always felt weird to me that like, oh no, the bear, the Baroth is almost dead. Juratatos comes in. Oh no, Juratatos finished him off. Oh, okay, cool. But no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it can't happen. Based. I'd, I'd love to see oh so a little bit more dy dynamic stuff on that but no i'm specifically talking about the kieran one obviously <laughs> yeah we know we one. know um it's pretty cool though uh, 
I do, I do want to see more of like, um, what we like. Remember when they were teasing like the actual fights, like fight fights rather than turf wars between like I think it was Tetronodon and Arzuros. I would like to see more of those, like mm. like full on skirmishes. Um, and from what we've seen of yeah, Magnamolo versus they Rathalos, were getting at the monster riding. Yeah, between uh, yeah, well, they do attack each other. They do, yeah, they do straight up attack each other. Yeah, so yeah, it, it it's kind of like uh, what Devil Joe was like in Iceborne, um, against a lot of the other monsters where he'll do like the big oh, and then chomp and then knock them over and do like five hundred damage every bite that he does. Um, I love that. That's that's why Devil Joe is probably my favorite monster in Iceborne because he's just such a bully, and if you just bring him into the fight with you, he's another weapon. You know, it, it's like Hunter number five. It's true. I just kind of, I just kind of hope that the thing I've noticed from the uh, from the turf wars in in the demo. Obviously, I know it's only a demo anyway, but is that uh, it seems to be a means to the wyvern riding every single mm-hmm. time. So whenever the yeah. monsters turf mm-hmm. war, one of them always then is able to have the wyvern riding on it. I I don't know whether that's just going to be a thing every time because. I'm not exactly sure what the requirements are for the wyvern riding to be triggered because obviously it's no longer the mounting thing because mounting is like gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of hope that the turf war, like every time a turf war happens, it's not going to be just like the requirement for wyvern riding that one of them becomes. Ri- I hope it doesn't happen every time. Probably I don't know. I feel not. like I don't know. It, yeah. I get a I get a feeling that they're going to limit that to at most one per monster. In a in a match, um, d- now that's what happened in the demo. That doesn't mean full game, yeah. you know, longer fights that won't happen. But I don't know. Like I don't I don't see that I don't see that being because if you overdo it, then why would you ever do anything else? You would just wall bash them three times in a row, knock them down, rinse. Mm. Repeat. Well, it's, like, but it's like with the mounting at the moment. I mean, you can't mount all the time i don't know whether there's a limit i i, I mean obviously it's just it's mm-hmm. based on on the the when you're when you're jumping onto the monster anyway but it'd be interesting yeah. to know mm-hmm. kind of what the requirement is for the wyvern riding to be triggered whether it's after they take a certain amount of damage or i don't know is it going to be particularly um, scripted or I, i'm not sure it's blue have you ever the the blue damage which is mounting damage essentially it's it's uh if you ever see when you do your wire bug attacks they 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 the numbers pop up with like a blue splash ah, around them. okay mm-hmm. right yeah I think monsters deal that damage to each other as well yeah. and that's what causes them to go into the writing state mm-hmm. but um the frequency of that is unknown yeah um and it I hope it isn't overused. I think that that's a that's a big danger that that, that we have with the wyvern writing is it's a really f- cool and fun idea. I think, um, you know, take that realism and just chuck it out the mm. window on that idea. Yeah, but, but it's 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 rises like thing though, isn't it? It's it's yeah. the wire bugs. Yes, it's, it's and you know just just like with generations and you had like the prowlers that was and and the whole celebration of of the previous games. Every monster hunter kind of has its like sort of gimmick or thing that is like right really different and and this is obviously just rises thing but i agree I, I hope it's not something that's that's triggered too often um because otherwise yeah it's just i mean to be honest it really just works same as mounting and i know people have some people have been a bit funny about oh they don't like wyvern riding well the thing is you can treat it just as a mount like a, or a clutch claw because mm-hmm. you just wall bash the monster exactly mm-hmm. as you can with a clutch claw if, if you get the prompt and you do it 
um, then just wall bash the monster and, and continue the hunt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also, it doesn't do thousands of damage. Oh, God. Yeah, that's true. It it seems like every generation of Monster Hunter, or at least for every game where they introduce a new mechanic, it is immediately so easily exploitable um, because it's Mm. been untested. But then when the next generation comes, they've, you know, they've, they've made adjustments to it and they've made it more balanced. Like, mounts, I don't think, were too big of an issue in generations or even in world or iceborne but i remember in however in for you when mounting oh. was first a thing that oh. i remember nch's yes. video on mounting etiquette because if yes. you hit yes. the monster while people were mounted you threw them off um yeah and in because, generations uh, ultimate it basically or... helped fill up the bar a little bit quicker uh mm-hmm. for someone so it, it was a bit like and obviously when like certain the new weapons came out and everyone was just spamming insect glaive i still remember the horror of that the, yeah. i love insect glaive mm-hmm. but i remember everyone using it <laughs> and everyone was mounting all the time yeah the issue was that uh, was I... um with uh with generations and generations ultimate um you weren't actually doing real damage to the monster so there was no risk of it staggering or flinching um it was all focused towards the bar so a lot of people uh, i don't think that they realize this but like if you're like a gun user you did not want to be using your most powerful ammo on it because you'd just be wasting it on the bar you're just you're just helping the the mounting bar to fill up but yeah Switch to normal level one. Yes. There you go. Yeah, unlimited. <laughs> yeah, but with for you, um, uh, the damage that you dealt did not go to the mount at all. It went directly into damaging yeah, the monster. Yeah, so, so you would just end up staggering someone off the monster, and it was, and that was the that was the worst thing. It was. I remember loads of people changed their automatic shout outs to like, "I've mounted. Please don't attack." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whereas in Generations um, and Generations Ultimate, I'm like, I got him, I got him, shoot it, shoot it! <laughs> help me, help me. Yep. I, don't, I don't think I ever, I don't think I ever changed my four, four Ultimate um, uh, shoutouts, but in in Rise, not Rise, <laughs> in World, in, um, in Iceborne, World and Iceborne, um, I, I, my uh, shoutout when I mount a monster is, hey, this isn't a monsty. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I mean, I mean, now rise. I mean, we just basically do have our own monster to control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now this is a monsty. Is we're gonna be my new one? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought was, I thought this was crossover DLC. <laughs> that was like everyone's first thought when that trailer came out, and you saw the hunter on Rathalos like flying, and I was like. This is just Monster Hunter stories, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They've bamboozled us. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. So this is Monster Hunter stories too, eh? Ah, HD, yeah. Wings of Ruin. Right? People be like, I hate it. I miss my chibi characters. I want them back. It's not quite. Cool <laughs> oh enough. wait, this is a. This is not Monster Hunter stories too. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, oh. Yeah. No, that's that's the summer. That's that's later on. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So, uh, any other thoughts for um? Uh, I almost said Iceborne now. Rise, <laughs> uh, Wolfie. Um, I I mean, I think I'm just very excited to see. I want some hints at what other monsters we're gonna get. I know. Sure. I know. Obviously. I'm usually always more excited about new monsters because it's just the whole excitement of oh, what they're gonna fight like and oh, what what's their theme mm-hmm. gonna be? What's it what's it gonna be like? And 
I'm just sort of like waiting now for, for March to happen. It feels far away. And I remember that they did tons of trailers leading up to, to World um, of like the different areas. They had like a Wild Spa Waste trailer that had like the Coral Highlands and stuff. I hope they do something like that. Maybe like a story trailer. Because, I, I mean, I know obviously like World had a bit more of a bigger story. Um, and we we only know at the moment that in Rise it's to do with the Rampage. Is that right? The i think yeah that, yes and we don't really um, know anything about and, that yet do we no not really they did but they did say that they are going to talk about that more before yeah i out. i had a bit uh, of a so we do have one thing. my guess was you know like how in previous games when you had your quest it would say like environment unstable and stuff like that i swear yes. in rise that it says something like um in in the quest thing it says something like uh, i swear it says something like rampages or something it says something like that that kind of made me think will we have in quests a random event that sometimes happens where you get a rampage of monsters that appears and you have to fend them off or will it be some like mechanic or something um because i'm i'm sure that in the quest log either when you finish the quest or something else it says something like rampages or environment or something that hints at maybe something else that happened that, that could randomly happen during the quest a bit like you can have basil goose randomly appearing or uh or, or something mm -hmm. else you know like if in in generations ultimate when you had an unstable environment that would be the chance of a big monster appearing like devil joe maybe yeah. the rampage will be tied in some way i i don't know maybe it'll be yeah like it a rampage is happening oh god quick we've got like five izuchis <laughs> i don't know oh, I, man. that's my like guess. I, maybe <laughs> i wonder i wonder if they they're tying it in with some of the, some of the environmentalism stuff that, that they have theme wise because it's like okay so i really want to farm like this monster in this area because that what if they're sort of punishing people for doing that it's like hey you're kind of doing that too much you build up the rampage meter there's a rampage now maybe like i could see i could see that happening where it's like hey nature's fighting mm. back because uh you're kind of farming <laughs> maybe. oh is this gonna I be mean... like the avatar fight scene like at the very end when all nature just comes in and is like ah I mean, in 4 Ultimate, you had, you know, you had a virus that was making the monsters, like, aggressive. I don't see why they couldn't yeah. do something like, yeah, the, there's something that's clearly making the monsters frenzied and rampage, and the the villagers mm. clearly have to try and defend them, but we we don't quite know why. I doubt it's linked to Magna Molo. It's probably more linked to some kind of other endgame monster, but... Yeah, that was just, like, next time you go in the demo, have a look at, like, the quest log or something like that. It definitely says something about rampages, I I'm sure of it, um, which was what made mm -hmm. me think, hmm, is it something that happens mid-quest? Is it a random event that happens where something riles up the monsters and they get more aggressive suddenly? I, I don't know, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it could be that. Um it could be much like Frenzy it or could. Apex, where yeah, um, there could be a random instance Not where Apex, it does please. occur. So, yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, please, no. <laughs> Not the Apex. I'm okay with Frenzy, not Apex. Apex yeah. Double Joe. I'm oh, sorry. my 
my god! Actually, no, Diablos was probably Apex. worse because it burrowed under the ground frequently. And your yeah. wy your wyvern stones would like just wear off so fast, and you you wouldn't have enough God, time to be able to come system. in and hit them. Yeah, you had yeah you had like didn't didn't you have the, Sharpen the your stones weapon. that yeah so that your weapon would yeah. be a, I I remember that system. God, that was yeah. I remember it was terrible. I remember the <laughs> Apex, um, was... uh, mechanic where like it is why yeah. It is why 4 Ultimate is not my favorite. Oh, but 4 Ultimate's yeah. like the best game. Well, it was the one game where Purple Sharpness was still relatively decent. <laughs> but I mean, like, even then, like, if even if you had, like, Purple Sharpness and Fencing and you were fighting an Apex monster, if you did not use any of your Wyvern Stones, you're still going to bounce off it and you're like, oh my god, are you kidding me? And yeah, yeah it was just brutal. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Yeah, it's it's the one it's the one thing it holds holds me back from saying it was the best one because the monster stuff in Four Ultimate is some of the best. Mm. Uh, you know, it's where we got Nursilla, we got some really great monsters in that generation, and then you know we didn't see them all return in Four Ultimate. Yeah. But then you know, or not Generations Ultimate or Generations, but I mean, I like Gameth and I like Mitsune a lot. I, yeah, so the Fated Four I, are great. I absolutely love Glavinus. Yeah. I'm still going to be a Freedom so Unite fanboy. Say... I mean, there were a lot of monsters in that game that were, like, stupidly difficult I mean, to fight. I... I mean, you I mean, yeah, Fre Freedom Unite, uh, those hitboxes, you know, those Tigrex hitboxes, yeah, talking there. It's like, yeah, yeah. hey, the... do you remember a time when, like, monsters did not get tired and you could not yes. mount anything? Oh my god, no exhaust, no, monsters didn't get tired back then. Holy yeah, and moly. like Tigrex was nope. just always angry, like 100% <laughs> of the fight, and you still had to work around that, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And there would be like yeah. this little crawl space up in the Arctic region where you'd have to crawl into the little hole and hope the Tigrex would be running at you, and then he'd get his jaw lodged into the wall, and then you'd go behind him, cut his tail off, and you'd be like, oh, God, dude. I remember that. Wow, that's, yeah, that is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Fun times, fun times. I. There, there are some monsters that I would like to see return again from from uh, Freedom Unite. Um, I'd love to see the Best Boy Queen again, just to see how much people freak out from like, oh no, the ultimate Best Boy or, or Banabra now is the or. Do you mean the? One. Do you mean the Celtus Queen? There's Celtus Queen, no, and no, then no, there's the Vespoid Queen. Queen. Vespoid Queen was like a hidden boss. If you killed enough Vespoids, yeah. the Vespoid Queen would come out, really? and yeah, oh. Yes. Oh, it was I nasty. Do not yeah. know that. Oh, oh, have I got stories for you? It was. Now, a, imagine no, it like this, it's okay? A quest. Um, imagine okay. a giant bug <laughs> that was able to summon in more Vespoids than could be fitted in the entire that map, sounds, all in one that centralized like something area. That would just be in my nightmares. Oh, and then it had like this it's... attack where it would like charge up and it would spray acid, so it would give you defense down and I need paralysis. To look up a video of this. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god! And so yeah, you'd be like no, vulnerable this... on the ground. You'd have half your defense, and there'd be Vespoids just coming in, stinging you to death. And of course, oh yeah, it increased. Cool. Oh my god, yeah, and it also had increased aggro for the Vespoids. It'd be like. Get them, boys! And then they'd all jump on you and be stinging yep. you to death, and you'd be like, oh no, woe's me! Yeah, it, oh, it sprays you with a defense-down pheromone that all the Vessoids become aggressive oh. to you, and actively so. Wait, and was sometimes it, was it in Generations? Yeah. Um, it was in no, Freedom Unite, fr yeah. Oh, it was in Freedom Unite. No, oh. I, yeah, I never knew about that. 
And sometimes that defense down was, stuff would actually give you paralysis too. So like not only would you have half yeah. defense, but you'd be extremely vulnerable to all like there'd be like twenty vest points oh, yeah. in the same area and they'd all converge on you at once. Oh, oh it was <laughs> And yeah, you thought that uh, uh, Chocolaka King was tough. Woo! Oh, Vespoy yeah. Queen. No, man. I don't think Chocolaka King is tough. I just hate him. I mean, the fa- the fact difference. that his attacks don't make you flinch <laughs> or knock you around. Like, if you were running away from him and he was no. in tow slashing at you, he'd be taking oh, yeah. huge oh, chunks of your health bar out and Ugh. you wouldn't be responding to it. Yeah. You'd be like, what? No! I... <laughs> Shakalaka King is the one where I used to go in with a longsword and be like, I am not letting you touch me. I'm going to kill you, and then I'm not going to carve you. And you're the one monster I will never carve because I hate you so much. I don't want to give you the satisfaction (laughs) of carving parts from you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm going to hunt you out of spite. Oh, man. Out of spite and leave your body Like I always say, (laughs) that is... Yep. <laughs> that is the one monster in the entire series that I hate oh, is Shakalaka King. I used to play and tag with it with Greatsword, where I would just do draw attacks and just play tag, you're it. <laughs> immediately after Freedom Unite, the next thing we got was Try, and then they put Cha-Cha on you as your cat, and I like the cats more already. <laughs> But then it's like, hey, here's the shakalaka that's your helper. I'm like, no. I'm just thinking, <laughs> no. God, I have that. I'm just getting flashbacks now. No, sorry, sorry. Palico's, Palico's all the way there. Although I may yeah. have to yeah. uh, just change that for Rise because doggos, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, when, usually when we're recording in the evenings, my dog is laying on the bed back here. Um, but yeah, so I'll have a, a, a dog to represent my dog now because... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to have two Doberman pincers on my team. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to spend so long in the character creator screen customizing my perfect dog. Yep, mm-hmm. that's going to be really it fun. Will happen. Mm-hmm. Mine's going to be black and white like my dog. My dog looks like a little small cow. Oh. That's cutie. <laughs> um, that's what I, I call it a cow dog, and my girls love it. She's like, cow dog, yay. Um,. But, uh, so yeah, like, I, I think we're very excited for Rise, but I think we probably have to wrap up. We're almost at two hours <laughs> now, so. <laughs> no, it's been, um, it's thank been you great. very much. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Wolfie. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Although, you know, time zone-wise, I can't do it all the time. I know. I know. No, it's been, it's been really fun to be back on the, back on the podcast again. So, yeah, it's, been, uh, just, it's good yeah. to get all the, the Monster Hunter feelings out you bottle some of them in, yes. you just have to get them out. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've been talking about it a lot on the podcast, but we've also been trying to talk about other things, too, because uh, we just talked about games we're excited in in 2021 that isn't Monster Hunter specifically, because there's so many other things coming out, too. Um, but <laughs> Morgan Pan, you guys you guys had, like, what, six? And I had, like, ten. Yeah. That were, like, because, like, We've, we, you know, as Monster Hunter fans, we tend to forget that other games are coming <laughs> out around the same time yeah. sometimes. Like, um, I almost forgot that we were getting the new Halo this year. Like, we... I mean, yeah, like, that's whenever that's really... coming out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and plus, there's like there's this huge of backlog, of, backlog of games that I haven't even picked up yet that 
I still have yet to play. Oh. And then there's a bunch of other games I, uh, that I've like played halfway the, through. Like, struggle, yeah. <laughs> it's because I, uh, I'm too committed to Monster mistake. Hunter. It's the only game that I can play at this point. But I mean, like that's been my entire life. I'm like, man, I really wish that I could go back and play this game. But yeah. I'm overcommitted to my wife, you know, Monster Hunter, because you know, uh, like I'm I'm attached to it like a spouse. You know, I cannot betray her. You know, I have to commit. <laughs> Monster Hunter must not know you're playing any other games. Yeah, exactly. It's like, who is she? And I'm like, uh, n- no one. Uh, yeah, I'll come back to you later. For the answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, and then I'm cheating on Monster Hunter with Monster Hunter. It's like, okay, well, I've got to play Iceborne, and I've also got GU, and then they're both like, who is wait, that? You're f- yeah. You just left me for a younger version of me. <laughs> <laughs> Am I too old for you? Yeah. <laughs> it's those shiny graphics, isn't it? <laughs> no, darling. Oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm more than skin deep. I, more, more than skin I deep. Imagine... I would never judge you based on your looks. And then there's everybody I, else. I like, oh, it looks like N64 graphics. Uh. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, N64 I, I for... was she great. Even look as good as me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So now that we have personified games into potential waifu, yeah. thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I God. want uh, bring back the N sixty four games for Switch, please, um, Nintendo, because I want that library. Okay. I want to come back to <laughs> Donkey did, Kong. They, I, I'm with you on Donkey Kong sixty four and Banjo Kazooie. If I had to. If I had to pick between the two, it's Banjo Kazooie though. More, I'm sorry. I I can understand why. It's, I mean, you know, Donkey Kong, it, it, it has a particular flavor to it. You know, it's it's not to everybody's taste. Oh, I like I like Donkey Kong 64. It's a little too much on the collectibles, but I like it. Oh, I mean, I know banana. the D- I still <laughs> I still know the DK rap. I still know it, man. <laughs> um, the ultimate cringe well, compilation the course, has to have that in there somewhere. Oh, it's not cringe. Oh, it totally is. I love it. It's good cringe. It, that, that's why I say, you know, it, it has to be in there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Th- again, thank you for joining us, Wolfie. Um, we're going to wrap it up, Morg, so that we don't go on another <laughs> waifu tangent, I guess. I drank another pot of coffee, <laughs> like, another, an another hour ago. Tangent. Oh, I yeah. want to know what's been happening already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he... Last week, he, we, when we were doing this uh, oh. 2021 talk, he went on like a 20 minute rant against George R. R. Martin. Oh man! Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to be there. Elden Ring yeah. apparently, Elden Ring is apparently less important than the books that he's never finishing for Game of Thrones. Apparently, right? Like <laughs> you spend your entire life making these books, and then like you know that's the reason why the eighth season was hot trash was because he never bothered to finish the book, and they're like, well, I guess we'll just have to make hey. up an end. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we'll just have the the girl with her one dragon go in and just burn all these boats, and then the entire city, and then uh, we'll have her be the queen, and then we'll just have Jon Snow okay. just stab her, and then rather than getting like brutally punished with tre- for you know for you know committing treason, we'll just put him back on the wall. Um, I'm not going into the Bravo! <laughs> what amazing I, I writing! Say, it's no wonder that Disney would say, no, we do not want you to write the, you know, scripts for the new Star Wars movie. No, we do not want you in... Like, that's actually what happened. Like, the writers for Games of Thrones I mean, they, were denied by they, Disney. They were like, no, we don't want you writing for Star Wars. 
because you guys did such trash job for eighth season. Like, nobody likes you. Sorry. In my opinion, maybe they should have at least consulted. That's 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 my take on the new Star Wars. You think that they could have made them that much better? I I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, the Star Wars movies okay. were pretty bad, so, but I mean, uh, I, I don't think that there's a band-aid <laughs> big enough to be able to fix that sword. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this one thing more, and then I'm gonna wrap it up. Yes. Okay? Season eight of Game of Thrones is the only season I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was it was an act. I had to be I, dramatic. I knew work by this point. <laughs> drama. Yeah, it was an act. But uh Gosh. uh that was that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh This is no, what I'm like on Twitter. This is um, why I have three hundred subs, you know? We we will we will have to do uh, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm gonna we're gonna do an episode all hot takes. We're gonna call it the hot take episode. That's next week. <laughs> Hot, hot take episode. Oh my god. Guys, uh, I will never for... forgive me for that if I do that. What? Oh, because uh, he, he, he did a recent tweet where he was like, you know, I've had it up to here with all these people, you know, and their hot take videos. No, no, no. And no, no. Stuff like He's that. talking about the Monster Hunter hot takes. Yeah. He's yeah. talking about the Monster Hunter stuff. Oh, just in general. No, no I'm. Just okay, general, yeah, yeah, we got to do that. Um, uh, anyway, so thank you, listeners, for listening uh, as I try a third time to close this episode out. <laughs> Um, this is Fort One. You can catch me at Hunter's Hub Pod. Be sure to check in on all the different shows we're doing, including this weekly show. We have uh, currently on hiatus a D and D show, which will be coming back in some form uh, at some point. Um, uh, we also have the Vickering Bucks. We're going to still doing Age of Calamity, and then we also have Monster Talk that we're doing now biweekly. We had to tune that down, and of course, Magic Set reviews. So that's all the stuff that we do. Um, you know, if you also want to see a bunch of posts of Morg and I playing together on Twitter, there you go. Um, so thank you for that. And then, Morg, where will you be? Well, you guys can always catch me at Twitter, at MorganHate3. Um, I'm also in Discord as well. Like, I'm all, usually pretty free to play. Um, I've been doing a lot of GU. Not really going back to Iceborne because I did let my PS uh, Plus subscription kind of slide. And I'm probably not going to spend the $75 to renew it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, if you guys want oh, to, man, when I get, yeah. when I get my PS five, I'm doing a bonfire with my PS four in the middle. I'm just doing do a ritual. I might get a potato station five. We'll see. We'll see. But I mean, <laughs> you have to find. Yeah, one first. exactly. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not even going to worry about it. I've got a switch. It's more than enough for me. I, you know, you can have your, 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 your 8k graphics, you know, running at like 256 frames per second. I, you know, you can have that. I'm fine with that. But I'm a retro gamer. I can appreciate, you know, terrible graphics. I've played Half Life One. I enjoyed more, it. More the hot take episodes next week. <laughs> Shit! Oh, I've already started on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Wolfie, where can we find you? Uh, well, I'm pretty active on Twitter at the moment, posting and reposting all kinds of. Monster Hunter stuff, including lots of Rise things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, if you really like Monster Hunter covers on the piano, you can have a look at my wonderful 
channel at Wolfie Melon. Not very active on there right now, but there is a ton of very wonderful covers you can listen to on there if you just feel like you want to chill out for a mm-hmm. bit or terrify yourself with listening to Alec Trayon's theme, whatever you feel like. Or Bloodbath Diablos, and yes, I've listened to that one. It's ominous. You did such a good job with it. Like, you know, like... Thank you. Oh, I didn't... I wanted to to fight Bloodbath, so I had a context for when you did that, because I hadn't fought Bloodbath until recently. I forgot, so I'm going to go back and listen to that. Every time I have to fight another EX Bloodbath Diablos, I have to make sure to empty my bowels first, because, oh my god, it is just absolutely terrifying. Yes, he is. I'll let you know when that is, Mord, because uh, I'm on that path to <sighs> doing all the DVDs. Oh, man. Woo-hoo. I gotta find a blanket to hide Alrighty. under. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, and like Mord said, check out our Discord. Um, it's on my Twitter a lot of the time. And of course, you can DM me or find me to, to get on there. It's also open to the public, supposedly. I don't. You don't have to be invited to join. Um but yeah, we, we hunt and stuff. We have a bunch of hunting rooms. Uh, I think every night for the past two weeks, excluding last night, people were hunting together. Yeah. Um, I think last night was the first lull we've had and not people not hunting together so, for a long time. So yeah, anyways, thank you guys for listening and uh, catch you next week. Later. Toodles! <laughs>